Don Rickles. <laughs> The greatest thing I can say to Governor Reagan or Regan, whatever they call what do they call you, Governor? <laughs> the greatest moment I remember in your career was when you said to Pat O'Brien, the Gipper is dying. <laughs> and I got an uncle that thought it was a fish. <laughs> now the Gentile gentleman here had no idea, a Kipper. That's a Jewish fish, don't be dumb, I hate a dumb guy. <laughs> He wouldn't be governor if my people didn't go, okay. There's always one dumb guy in the audience. And you're probably important. My luck, you'll be the president of NBC. <laughs> Isn't this fun, governor, huh? Better than trying to hit Jess Unruh with your car. <laughs> Those of you from all around the United States, Jess Unruh is a great Democratic candidate who opposed many things that the governor did, and he's a great politician, and the governor would be the first to agree. And that's what makes our country so fantastic, that we have uh, different people, as I do. I stand on a stage or on a lectern, or I stand here next to Dean Martin, one of the great guys, and I say this from my heart, Dean, you have a problem. <laughs> And the governor is the great politician of all time. He laughs at anything. My brother died. <laughs> I tell you out there, America, our governor is dumb. <laughs> That's a joke, governor. <laughs> you can call me father. You can call me Jacob. You can call me Jake. You can call me a dirty son of a... But if you ever call me daddy again, I'll finish this fight. Welcome, everyone, once again to another episode of the NOC. Yeah, That's going to be the knock. That's... <laughs> it is a knock. Um, the nerd out. Yeah, yeah. Cast. Cast. Two breasts. Nerd out. Cast. Hope Cast. everybody's doing good. We're good. Cast. We're good. I wasn't talking to. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How's everybody doing here at the table? Great. Have a good doing weekend, right? Yeah. Really good. Man. All right. Scalp. Okay. I worked and worked. Yeah. Steve, you okay? Been all right. Yeah. All right. Didn't see any movies. No movies again. No movies again. Yeah. It's, it's We're taking weird. a break. Yeah. Before May hits. I did I did want to kinda like I didn't mean to take a break, but this weekend just there didn't wasn't work much out. there wasn't much I wanted to see this well, weekend. See, real quick, let's reflect on March. Since March was stocked I mean, from top to bottom, basically the beginning of the month to the end of the month. Um what were some of the standouts for us? Power Rangers. Oh, Beauty and on. the Beast for show. Uh Beauty be- was good. I liked Beauty and the Beast. I like Kong. I was, oh, Kong was happily good. surprised by Power Rangers. You know, I haven't talked to anybody yet that didn't like it that went and saw it. I yes. guess. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Shout out to my brother-in-law Nate. He's kind of an army guy, uh, and he liked it. I mean, he he was kind of almost embarrassed to admit it, but he's he's like, yeah, it's good. It was. Yeah. Does he listen to the podcast? No. <laughs> so we don't care. I. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. What's um, up, Aaron Wagner? 
So you want to complain about this? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to complain that we haven't went around the table yet yeah. to introduce who we got here. <laughs> was, yeah. Hey, let's run around the table what's, real fast. What's taking let's us do so that. long? Yeah. All right. Who's on Who's on my left here? Scalf. That's the ginger right. ninja. What? That's your right. Oh, that's my right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? In case everybody out there was confused, yeah. that is. <laughs> we were talking about your um, left. Yeah. The the listeners. Yeah, the listeners. Well, you always come to me first. I know. So that's why I was just <laughs> and I, meant to, and I, I totally got my right and left mixed up. <laughs> now, Shannon, put your two hands up. Make an L. <laughs> Which one makes the L? Which one makes the L? But I'm dyslexic. And that's so. your left. <laughs> that's I got to do that. Yeah, the one um, with that bent finger is the right. <laughs> I can remember that. Um, <laughs> all right, we got Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not got it. <laughs> He's got a. He does, see? <laughs> no. Little Shannon. Rev. <laughs> yeah. Rick. El Basurero. Taking out the trash. What was that? Taking out the trash. Taking out the trash. Taking out the trash. Ambassador? No, El Basurero. Did you say El Basurero? El, <laughs> el Ambassador. The Ambassador. El Bas Tornado? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, we just <laughs> we just lost. Give us some fluids, Dad. <laughs> he said, "I'll dust tornado." Um, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Right? Um, and Shannon the Tech, how's everybody doing? Wow. Um, wow. Hope everybody long. had a great yeah, week. It was, it was very long. I kind of forgot. He put himself on point five. There speed. we go. Now everybody knows. Cat is We're out of the bag. Slow that down. Yeah, we might. So we'll it sound like this, Shannon. Or no, it doesn't sound normal. Really. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't going to work, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. man. So we didn't um, – let's see. Let's see. I did um, I did something cool today. I thought I'd go out and jump on the trampoline with my girls and <laughs> took a huge nap on it. You guys ever slept on a trampoline? No, no but, but I slept oh, on really a hammock. It was, was fantastic. Oh, it, was, it is kind of hammock. Yeah, yeah, hammocky. So did they ever join you on the trampoline? Or? No, as soon as I got on, they left. It's <laughs> – it's like, hey, it's dad. Did you stretch and, before you got on? And they went, no. <laughs> I just kind of rolled on and um, didn't move from there. Did you stretch before you played piano this morning? I did, actually. Yeah. I did I did some squats and some jumping jacks just I right before. And a downward dog. <laughs> a downward dog. <laughs> he did it in front of that mirror yeah. that's behind the... Yeah. So, I'm no, ready um, for camping. No. Okay. Um, well, you talked that's about, about sleeping the most on anti-nerd thing you've ever said. That's true. You, said, you, you talked about sleeping on a I'm ready to go shoot deer after this. <laughs> I'm ready to go hunting. Well, you <laughs> talked about calculator. sleeping on your That's true. That's true. And you brought, trampoline up, and I brought up my <laughs> hammock. So. Yeah. I, I Well, I don't know. I should bring the trampoline to camp now if I want to sleep on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, cause or I, you could just get a hammock. Or, or like a small like three-foot trampoline. Yeah. Just enough for my... Just roll into a ball. Just crawl on a ball and... Throw a cover over me. Um, yeah, super comfortable. Uh, did not plan on taking a nap on that thing, but it was nice. Um, <laughs> I would have loved seeing that. I'm not going to yes. lie. No, I, I rolled over on my stomach. It probably just looked like a beach whale up there. Because <laughs> at one time, Tia came out and like yelled, and I like, raised my head up. Of course, she was working in the yard, so that's, you know, yeah. that's how I help. Um, <laughs> Your presence <laughs> is enough. That's, that's it. Yes. Your support. So that's the highlight of my weekend, guys. <laughs> That's pretty good. I really didn't do much this weekend. I spent a lot of time prepping for this show. Yeah. Wow. Watching Western after Western. Yeah. Just two, really. But, <laughs> Just two. Well, I but yeah, hey, I, I tried. A couple as well. One Western after one Western. Yeah. In one night. Nice. You know. Yeah. 
Hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to actually, before we roll into uh, CFN, we uh, I guess we got to take care yeah. of a little uh, take care of business. Fallen, uh, fallen, fallen icon. icon news. Yeah. What are you pointing to me for? You say the Fallen Icon in a weird way. What's your... Uh, oh, I don't even remember. Fallen Icons. Fallen Icon. So it's just like the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and that really sounded like you were depressed. Yeah. So it's kind of good. It, yeah. it goes down in, yeah, in exactly. respect for the people. Okay. Exactly. Um, Rick, you've got a little bit of information on this, right? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Don Rickles uh, mm-hmm. died at 90 years old. So one of the pioneers in insult comic. Yeah. They have to recast the Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, that's right. He didn't get to record Toy Story 4, so that's a bummer. And he's also known as the only person that can insult Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he, he's a pretty cool dude. That's uh, funny, funny. I, lo- I love Why him. Why is he considered the only guy who can insult Frank Sinatra? You know, I didn't read the article, but I just saw the little uh, headline. Okay. It's because he said it. If you want to fact check him, go ahead, Nathan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nathan. He'll let you know. Um, I love the prequels, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Trust are? me, I have had many battles. Yeah. Is that it? So for Don, Mr. Don Rickles passed yeah, away at ninety Rickles. years old. Well, let me know guy. how did he um, pass away. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I, I mean. doubt it was jogging related, but <laughs> I mean, ninety years old. <laughs> Sorry, we should be laughing. Um, uh, dark humor. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it just you means we're geniuses. That's true. <laughs> we're all. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, most of us here probably have seen at least a few films with him in it. But yeah, being one of the uh, maybe the first when it comes to like insult comic. I mean, there was no one that was off limits. He would he would tackle anybody. Yeah. And um, there's a great quote here that uh, he was he was asked by Jay Leno if he ever worries that his insult uh, comedy might be too offensive for the audience. He says, you know, every night when I go out on stage, there's only one nagging fear in the back of my mind. I'm always afraid that somewhere out there, there is one person in the audience that I'm not going to offend. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's awesome. Wow. And he died at the time when everybody gets offended by everything. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm offended by that comment. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm offended by his death. How dare you? Come on, Scalf. Or Rick. Who am I offended at right now? I'm offended at one of you two. I don't yeah. know. Probably the Puerto Rican. Uh, yeah. I'm offended. So offensive that. just for breathing. I'm offended that you're offended. <laughs> um. All right. So, yeah, we're paying a little homage to a fallen icon, yep. Don Rickles. Um, great work. We're going to miss you. Yep. Uh, what, was, <laughs> what was that? That was good timing. Um, wow. We just had a, a bomb go off in here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Is that what that was? I'm not sure. It wasn't me. Oh. Me? It was the yeah Bluetooth speaker just shut off. Oh. All right. Oh. So now I that we've covered that, uh, let's uh, go ahead and move on to CFN. <laughs> Are you ready, Rick? For five fresh news. Yeah. There we go. We all know what that means. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boy, you're getting better that was, at that every week. I have a. That's what I did all weekend. That's what I did all weekend. I have a hundred thousand dollar board here yeah. with me, and that does not come out of my phone. 
You know, you literally could just take your hand away from the mic. Whoever well, complain about that can buy me a board. Or just like throw your phone in the corner. <laughs> and then go get it later for the next one. Uh, what, do you, what do you got to start us off with here, Rick? Oh, yeah, I got some good news. Do it. You Funko Pop collectors. Oh, that's me. Funko. Yeah. You know, if you're what like you uh, my age, I'm 38. Rugrats. Rug- yes, I saw that. Monsters. Ah, Monsters. Uh, you can start pre-ordering them. The That's awesome. I want the reptar. Oh, you can? I want the reptar. Yeah, reptar, one. Tommy Pickles, Chuggy, and my favorite one, Crumb, which is the guy with the, and eyeballs. the eyeballs. So you yeah. can pre-order those. And I have no idea That's what you guys awesome. are talking Where about. Where did you see that at? On uh, somewhere, comicbook.com. Okay, I'm going. And, uh, hey, don't forget next weekend, everybody is Comic Con. Where at? So, in Indie Comic Con. Indie Comic Con. You're close. All right, are we going? I can. Yeah, I'm that. going. I'm going to dress up as Willy Wonka. The pictures will be up on the Nerd Outcast page sometime. Okay. I know everybody's You have to send them to me. I will. <laughs> so, Sean Austin cannot be there. I saw that. Yeah, so, but you got Uhura. Wait. Why? Is he, like, super busy all of a sudden? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. He's doing the first Jedi. Uh, King Ezekiel <laughs> is going to King Ezekiel is going to be there. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Charlie Cox, and just recently added Val Kilmer. Val. Val Kilmer is going to be there. Seriously? Yeah. So he's going to be there. But also the girl from Deadpool is going to be there. When's Val? Oh, yeah. um, She's actually one of the ones that replaced. Yeah, she's the one. How come I didn't show up on my thing? So, all right. So I got my last news. Well, hang on. Why is Val Kilmer going to be there? Is he pushing something? No, that's why he's going to be there. Oh, because he's not. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, but I bing. Man. Oh. That uh, almost be worth it to go. I, I wouldn't. I know. Uh, plan on going this year, but I yeah. Know. Uh, I just want to say Happy National Unicorn Day. We could go on Saturday to everybody. See what time you, if you got yeah. a panel or something. I, I heard yeah. you, Rick. You heard me. I yeah, heard thanks. You. Now don't talk over my certified National friend. Unicorn National Day. Unicorn Day. I heard yesterday. you. So now you guys are ready for. He this. heard you. He just didn't care. The news of the century. Uh oh. We are all waiting for the Last Jedi, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now there's one more movie. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, I try to stay serious, but I couldn't. But anyways, okay, so here's the date. August 6, 2017, Sharknado 5. <laughs> Bam! Wait, yeah, 2017, August 6, set your DVRs. It's going to be awesome. Don't ask me any details about the movie because I don't know. What are some details about the movie? Uh, everybody's back. <laughs> Everybody? Yep. And, yeah, who's ever died. Hearing, yeah, Is uh, Terry, Mark Cuban going to be in it? So, yeah, you'll love it. A bunch of cameos. They're all great movies. What's so. the blonde head guy? It seems to be in all of them. Ian Zeering from uh, yeah. 90210. He's like 50-something. He's like an awesome He house. and I, uh, never mind. Go Work ahead. out together? Yes. Oh. Well, I, I grew up watching 90210. I love that show <laughs> when I was <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Why is your case pink? Why is, is that me? case yeah. pink? Is that an iPad what? or just a tablet? It's because it, it was I had it laying around the house and yeah, okay. I got the iPad. Is it pink I need or a case? is it like magenta? Uh, I, I think that's more fuchsia. Fuchsia. That's I a, don't, a guy color. See, I don't see color that way, so I just you know I'm not I'm I not programmed you. like that. Okay, I'm done. Okay, you sure? I'm Short and sweet and pointless, like a Tully in Ghostbusters. Remember that? Yes. No. Boy, I'm telling you, you guys no. are just rays of sunshine today. <laughs> You're talking about the court courtroom scene. Yeah. yeah. Did you say oh, what two. date this was going to be out? Oh, I didn't. I did not. Uh, this is going to be out April. Um, 
someday in April. <laughs> What's tomorrow? Tomorrow? Someday after this day. Is it 10th tomorrow? Day. I have no idea what tomorrow is. Um, today is the yeah, 10th. so busy. The 10th. the 10th. So tomorrow's 10th. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yes, nice. this will hopefully be already on your devices Monday morning, April 10th. If not, be sure to download it. Of course, if you're listening Just to me, subscribe. tell them to download it. Yeah. I don't know. That's where that's yeah. Um yeah, just subscribe. It's easier. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. And and just donate do so we can buy an air conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be putting one in here soon. Um <laughs> but we don't want to turn it on cuz it'll be too loud. Yeah. Uh I can't wait for the middle of the summer and doing these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing shorts and a tank top. We're putting a little baby floor air in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> We're speedos. We're all being speedos. Uh skins. Steve, Steve what you got yeah. for CFN? I have a couple of things here. A couple Marvel, not Marvel, uh, well, one. Comic book movie related here news we go. here. One is the official early tracking numbers for one of the Trinity of DC a comics movie that is coming out, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Very early estimates suggesting the film could gross $83 million domestically in its opening weekend. Wow. That's high. Higher than what, than what I thought. Of course, they're saying, you know, uh, Man of Steel projections were 117 Suicide Squad, you know, uh, over 100. Bat versus Soup was over 100. So they're, they're saying this on about 83 million. Yeah, Could I, change. I, maybe that's, you know, I mean, people are going to go see this film, right? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we'll be there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I won't. Oh, yeah. Rick's already kind of put himself I will on be there. there. List of shame, but I, th- I, th- I might go watch it. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm, if you're going to, I'm just going to go watch others, it because I'm intrigued. The way I see to it me, if to I'm going, yeah, if if I'm going to watch all the other ones, yeah, then I'm going to go. Right. I mean, you're kind of like already in a sinking boat. Yeah. You might as well just yeah grab it all go and it. go to the bottom of yeah. the ocean with all the movies. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. That that's higher than I would have thought. It yeah. will probably still be. I mean it. Let's just be honest. It doesn't matter how awful that it is. It's probably going to make money. It's going to make I mean, money. that's what yep. WB I mean, does. Yeah. That's kind of their slogan yeah. anymore. It's the yeah. first female lead Don't worry, superhero we'll still make movie. Money. Yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. make money. It is? Yeah. What about Catwoman? Catwoman. That's not... That doesn't that count. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Um, my other one is... Of course, there's a little movie coming out, and we're just a few weeks away from this. Guardians. Guardians. Guardians 2. Yes. Everybody knows by now that Sylvester Stallone and Michael Rosenbaum are in this film. Their characters have been kept under wraps Hmm. until the Italian website moviebook.it. It? Italy. Tweeted a snippet of an international press release for Marvel uh, Comics, which contained a full cast list, saying who Sylvester Stallone's character is. His character, for those comic book fans, uh, is named Stakhar Ogard, better known as Starhawk, which is one of James Gunn's favorite characters, which is one of the first people of the original Guardians of the Galaxy's lineup back in the 70s. So, wow. What is now <clears throat> what they're saying now is you will James Gunn is going to put in in the movie the original Guardians of the uh Galaxy uh, lineup. Most you know people now won't realize th- that's who that is, but but um hmm. for the really really deep comic book nerds, they'll l- and that's supposedly who Sharon Stone 
she has teased uh, for a while that she has a role in a Marvel film. Nobody knows what. Supposedly she'll be uh, one of those. And Michael Rosenbaum, who played Luther in oh, he was great in that in role. Smallville, oh, he was so good. Supposedly will be one of those characters as well. So one of just my a little series because the rumor was Michael Rosenbaum was going to be Silver Surfer, and Sylvester Stallone was going to be Galactus. That was that the, was the rumor. April Fool's yeah. thing. Yeah, but now it's they'll still be a Marvel characters, but just just different. So there it is. So you got something else to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, watch it and pick them out. Find it and celebrate it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so these are people that are going to be yeah. sticking around then. I mean, they're not yeah, really could. introducing these could. characters. and I mean, yeah. they'll probably be there for... Yeah, Gal- they could show up in every one. Guardians 3, yeah. and 9, 14. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Hmm. Lies. Deception. <laughs> oh, do you have that? So I'll take that off there then. If you're gonna no, it's fine. I got others. No, it's okay. I got no, more. I, just I got know you've got like hundreds. Yeah. Yes. Um, Start the timer. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you keep you keep that one because I just moved on to a different one. Okay, I just lost um, it. This? Are you serious? I had it for a second. Oh, there it is. It's yeah. The, just bring it back there up. Go. Uh, this one's real quick. New anthology explores forty years of Star Wars. So, have you guys heard about this? No. So, yes, basically, for the 40th anniversary, Star Wars, this is a book coming out, Star Wars from a Certain Point of View, will bring 40 authors between the covers for 40 new stories celebrating the 40th anniversary. Authors include Meg Cabot, Paul Denny from the Aftermath, seri- or Aftermath series author Chuck Wendig, uh, Rogue One screenwriter Gary Whitta. Soka Tano, voice actor Ashley Eckstein, and many more. One of the stories focuses on the X-Wing pilots who helped Luke Skywalker destroy the original Death Star, while another features the stormtroopers who never found the droids they were looking for. So it's basically just a bunch of hodgepodge stories uh, from characters that were behind the scenes that we didn't see in uh, the uh, New Hope. Cool. Uh, cool. So I thought Rick might like that. And the gun droid, Did you yeah. like that, Rick? Yeah, I loved it. I love anything Star Wars. Um, you succeed. I'm not even going to go further into this because oh, I think it's stupid. But okay. Next. Um, rumor, Warner Brothers to release four Batman movies in one year. Oh, what? gosh. Yeah. They can't even get one right. Um, <laughs> Transformers. Uh, oh, yeah. Transformers, I saw that one. Transformers, Bo spinoff will be prequel. Enters production soon. People got to stop going to these movies. Um, Mission Impossible but I still 6 do. production officially I know, and I still began. <laughs> I'm going Mission Impossible 6. Has officially yep. started filming. Just started. I mean, okay. But that was pretty quick news, Jacob. Yeah. I thought you had a lot more than these. I do. He, he took d- the timer seriously. I was, <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, here it goes. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. he's getting the pages <laughs> out now. <laughs> All right. Get comfortable. Gaming people. news. <laughs> Get your Xbox coffee. Project Scorpio tech specs have been revealed. This is the next Xbox coming out. CPU, eight custom cores, GPU, six teraflops. Everybody's worried about the flops. I am. RAM, I haven't slept for days. 12 gigabytes of GDDR5. <laughs> <laughs> Memory bandwidth, 326 gigabytes per second. Vapor chamber cooling, one terabyte hard drive. In simpler terms, the CPU is 30% faster than the Xbox One's equivalent. With the GPU, 4.6 times more powerful. 
Its RAM and hard drive read speeds are also improved, meaning 4K resolution should be easily achieved and maintained. It's also definitively more powerful than the PS4 Pro. Even without uh, specific Scorpio patches, the new console will seemingly run all Xbox One and 360 backwards compatible games better than in, on standard or S hardware. So better than the original Xbox One and Xbox One S. That's, that's cool, actually. Load times, frame rates, and resolutions should benefit. In a stress testing version of Forza 6, the console reportedly displayed the game at 4K 60 frames per second using around 60 to 70% of its full power. A regular Xbox One runs the game at 1080p, 60 frames per second, using 90% of its power. Um, no release date, no pricing yet. Uh, you can go online and see a uh, see a comparison between how it stacks up against the other consoles. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine may begin filming in July. Yeah, saw that one. In February, Omega Underground found a casting call for Star Wars Episode Nine that appeared to confirm that shooting for the film will begin in July of this year. Now, the site has found another one that seemingly confirms this, as My Entertainment World has posted a casting notice that notes the shoot date as July 2017. This is from Superhero Hype, by the way. This remains unconfirmed, however, as casting notices aren't always right in terms of what they post. Production schedules change often, and it's certainly possible that this is a placeholder. The site also mentions that the assumption is that when the upcoming Han Solo film moved in onto location and out of Pinewood Studios in London, the episode Sean, nine, Sean Solo, Sean Solo, the episode nine would move in and begin production. There's no release date set for episode nine, though it will be in 2019, maybe May. You know, hang on. Isn't there a negative to shooting a movie so far in advance? Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Carry nope. on. Nope. No, no more discussion. Uh, what would there be? I, well, I don't know, because people, they're going to look different. I mean, you, you shoot stuff two, we're, well, we're talking a year and a half. No, wait. When is nine coming out? 19? 19. So they're going to start filming a year. Year and a half. No, that'd be two years. Well, it depends on two when and a half years. Yeah. Well, it depends before yeah. release. It depends on when they're so, like, releasing it. Are you gonna have like a cookout with Mark Hamill and you're like, man, you look totally different now than you do in that movie? Well, I mean, these people are gonna. Well, I mean, you you uh, you, know, you, you well, the they amount just of time. People can pass away, especially some of the older actors. Well, well maybe that's what <laughs> they're thinking. But I'm also thinking of like spoilers. I mean, that that yeah. opens the length of time. Oh that yeah, these, that'd be hard. These, uh, everything has to be kept a secret. Well, that's a good point. For years, literally. Well, here's the thing: if if they shoot. Start shooting in July. They'll be done by December. Six months. Mm, maybe. I mean, it depends. They usually t- they usually film start filming a year before a movie releases. Sure. Yeah. Because and we're two it usually takes years. that long. So seventeen to eighteen, eighteen to nineteen. So they'll probably it might. Then, so there might there. they might be moving Star Wars back to its original May scheduling. I'm all for that. Yeah. I'll be- Bring so that up. might be my that might be might be why that they're doing that, and we might get a lot of information come celebration might. next week. Okay, big might. Okay, big might. So, might. but that's I think that's kind of what the speculation is: is that they're shooting, they're going trying to get back to the May releases, like they because that's what they're doing with Han Solo. I mean, so far the Han Solo movie is confirmed for May of 2018. Get back so, to summer, pre yeah. or I guess early summer. Because that's when that's when Star Wars 
originally always came Is that out, a better date to get more money than the holidays? <clears throat> I don't know. I like Deuce it. Not I kind of like it in the holidays. To be I, honest, I do, too. I mean, it's, it gives me something to look forward yeah. to. And, after yeah. after the, the summer's gone. Yeah. Yeah. The there's, toys. There's so much stuff through the holiday. I mean, and through the toys, yeah. summer anyway. Um, the toys, sure. sure um, toys. Next one, also from, or this one's from Screen Rant. Han Solo movie takes place over six years. Traditionally, Star Wars movies have always been trilogies. Additional stories have been told through television series, books made for TV movies about the Ewoks and that infamous Christmas special. However, the movies have always told one-third of each story. That changed with last year's release of the first Star Wars spinoff movie, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. It's going to star, instead of Harrison Ford, Alden Ehrenreich is playing Han Solo. Han's past has always been a bit of a mystery, having never spoken in the Star Wars films about where he came from or how he and his friend Chewbacca ended up smugglers. This movie promises to reveal... More about the beloved character and these aspects. It's basically, this is what Bob Iger said. Han Solo movie will follow him from age 18 through 24 and show him finding the Falcon, meeting Chewbacca, and getting his name. Sean. And Lando. We, we already talked about the name. We, we have that uh, yeah. figured out. Yep. The, the S is silent, remember? Yeah. And this is some amazing news that is just so awesome. <laughs> Michael Bay says 14 Transformer stories are in development. Wow. Woo! Michael Bay says that there are 14 Transformer stories currently outlined according to Yahoo UK. This is from Superhero Hype. The director talked about what might be coming for the franchise at a preview event for the upcoming film Transformers last night. One of the stories is likely to be the Bumblebee spinoff, which will be directed by Kubo and the Two Strings director Travis Knight. Mm. This does not mean we're getting 14 Transformers films. This just means that there are 14 Transformers stories that came out of the writer's room. Bay reportedly reiterated that Transformers Last Night was going to be his last film in the franchise. What? Oh, That's seriously? What he keeps saying. Yeah. He said that. Nah. But, um, and did you see Anthony Hopkins praising? Yes, he calls him a genius. Yeah, Michael Bay is a genius. <laughs> Sir sure, Anthony Hopkins. Wow. Hannibal Lecter himself. Boy, he wants work bad. Yeah. I just want one good Transformers. <clears throat> I know, right? Not. 14. Well, the first one. I like. I love the, the first, first one. one was first pretty one good. Was awesome. After that. They've become, I, and they still they make still so to watch them. Yeah, yeah. That last one, and they'll still make over a billion dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah. that Ooh. last one was hard to watch. Man. It was. <laughs> it was. Marvel's The Defenders premiere date revealed a new teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix has released a mysterious new teaser online, which was the vague title of Midland Circle Security Elevator B. But a quick glance <laughs> at the video reveals the people featured are none other than the four lead characters from Marvel's The Defenders. To make it even more interesting, Netflix is seemingly confirmed their premiere date for the series in the video as the timestamp when Jessica Jones hits the security camera is exactly 8-18-2017 or August 18th, 2017. This is from Superhero Hype. This video seems to line up with a scene from the series that EW previously reported about wherein the four heroes all arrived at Midland Circle of their own volition, not expecting the others to be there. This leads to the four of them taking part in one of their signature hallway battles, mm-hmm. albeit on a much bigger scale. That's all I got for that. And then this one will be pretty quick. I'm not going to read it all. Avatar 2 to begin shooting in the fall, according to Sigourney Weaver. Mm. Why, why would she know? Because they're starting to train and doing stuff for it. A bunch of stuff. 
<laughs> All right. She said, "We're." Uh, she said, "Quote: We're starting. We're starting training, and we're starting. Hmm. I probably can't say anything. We'll be probably actually shooting it by the fall." <laughs> I'm telling you, these scripts are so amazing. I'm not worried about disappointing fans at all. Am I worried about how we're going to bring them to life? Yes, because they're so ambitious. They're so worth it. They're well worth waiting for. I'm not worried about that at all. We're getting. We're trying to get it done as quickly as possible. Again, that was from Superhero. So it's not going to disappoint fans. So, hmm. okay, Avatar is the number one gross, highest grossing movie of all time, right? At two point some bill. Yeah, two point seven. Two point seven. Roughly, yeah. Okay, so that's probably not going to be reached anytime no. soon. So, what would be considered a disappointment upon? Is the is the sequel not Avatar, making a billion dollars? Yeah. So what if it comes in? Just Which I mean, it will. Bill? I mean, it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll make a billion. I mean, not here in the states, probably. No. But it's always worldwide. The, the over, I mean, that's the, the overseas market is where I don't think in the states it'll beat Force Awakens. No, I I don't think so either. That that's gonna be a tough one. I mean, I well, don't I mean, want Force Awakens was it was almost a billion dollars by yeah, itself yeah. over here. Mm-hmm. So yep. Um, and yeah. Avatar didn't make. I forget what it was here in the states. You but should it was, have it pulled up there. Um, no, I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm afraid to even touch anything. I'll lose it all. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was. Four or five hundred mil or something. It, most of all that came from I think like the APAC region. Um, but anyway, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, after the, it's been so long. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the distance between. I mean, I, what? the domestic. <laughs> I mean, it's just a long time. It's gonna be ten years. T- when when was it out? Oh, it no. was out in '09. Almost oh, 10 years. So it will be yeah. about 10 years. So, I mean, there's It'll a whole generation. Roughly the 10-year anniversary if they finish it by 2019. Uh, um, but it made domestic lifetime gross was $760 yeah. million. Yeah, Oh, that was, that was way off. Hmm, okay. All right. Um, are you done with all that, Scalf? Yep. All right. Well, let's, uh, I'll move the ahead. time on that? Um, he went well over his ten minute allowed time, but <laughs> that's all right because I don't have a whole lot. I was just gonna bring up the. Uh, There's a lot this week, man. There, there was. I forgot all my notes at yeah, work, I'm, so I. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does so does Steve. Um, so the weekend box office is. Uh, here's the early projections. Uh, once again, guess what? Uh, ruled the box office. Boss baby, second week in a row. Um, fire! That boss is it, on fire. And the strange thing about it. In it's in week one, it it beat Beauty and the Beast by about a, a million and a half last weekend. It beat it by less this weekend. It's wow. I mean just a tad over a million this weekend. Um, so I mean those two are kind of like neck and neck at the the box office. Uh, coming in third was the uh, new Smurfs movie. Did you see that, Rick? No. Okay. It brought in fourteen mil. Um, and then, and then some movie called Going in Style. Anybody even know it's what that the, is? That is the, the old Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Freeman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Looks funny. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. Kind of like that, uh, what was that, Last Vegas they did? The um, bucket list? No, it was called Last Vegas. There's a whole bunch of old people going to Vegas. Michael Douglas was, on, was in that yes. one, I think. Never saw it, but yeah. They uh, might be good. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'd probably enjoy might. it. Um, I call those renters. Yes. Yeah, I'll run it on Rick Flicks when it comes out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and rounding out number five would be Ghost in the Shell. So it's got a Ghost in the Shell's it's a, a two-week total of 31 mil. 
It's got 110 budget, so it's only it better make its moolah overseas. Yeah, it's only recouped barely a quarter of its of its spending money. Power Rangers is sixth, uh, so its three week total is about 75 million. Then call uh, call uh, Kong Skull Island is at seventh. Is it past 160 mil? It's 156 mil at five weeks uh, with a budget of 185 million. So it's, it's still past 500 million worldwide. Oh, yep. is it? Yeah. For Skull Island? Yeah. That's yep. good. Yeah. And Logan is at eighth yeah. still, being out for six weeks. And um, and then a little... Well, there's uh, just not much out right now, really. A little independent film by the called uh, Case for Christ. May, uh, cracked the top oh, ten. Oh, did that come out? Yeah, I it's actually at 77% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, right right granted, it's not a lot of reviews, but still, usually those movies get yeah. pummeled. It... It made a three point nine mil. That's pretty good. So yeah. I mean, almost four million dollars in its opening weekend. Um, yeah. What about Get Out? You didn't say you skipped Get Out. I. You know I like scary movies. I don't know anything did, about Get Out. Or did you watch that one? I, no, I haven't seen it. Mm, get Out was. It's so got like almost like a hundred percent positive oh, yeah. reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? It's scary, man. It was at nine. Um. So that's really everything else I have. I can say for um, random. It's not really relevant. Oh, wait, no, I have to do this uh, Carrie Fisher Yeah, do thing. the Carrie Fisher. Um, this came out a couple days ago. This is, let's see, where am I on? Comingsoon.net. This is uh, Carrie Fisher's brother says, and, you know, obviously you're going to go to her brother for all the major news, uh, says that she will appear in Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, they had to ask him and her, his, her daughter. Her daughter, yeah, had to get special permission. So when Carrie Fisher passed away uh, late last year, there were a lot of speculations about whether or not that she would appear in some way in the Star Wars Episode Nine movie. Her role in the upcoming Star Wars The Last Jedi had already been completed before her death, but the next film had not yet begun shooting. So her brother, Todd, and her daughter confirmed uh, that they gave Disney and Lucasfilm permission to use recently um, recent footage of Carrie Fisher in Star Wars Episode Nine. So they've already came out and said they have no intentions of doing any type of digital uh, Princess Leia for Nine, but they are... Now, now they have permission to actually use already, um, like footage that may not be used in Episode Eight. Yeah, they'll roll that over into Nine somehow. So we will be seeing her in both upcoming Star Wars films, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so I knew they'd figure something out. Yeah, yeah. She just won't have aged a whole lot between the two films, which that's it's okay. Fine. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Cool, man. All right. Yeah. That's a. Uh, that's it for my CFN. Yeah, you okay, Rick? You saw me, sir. We about about lost Rick there. Um, so I think we're ready to move on to Yay. the next segment. A, don't you don't have, have it for that one? No, I thought you did. No, I deleted it because you guys got scared. <laughs> Remember no, oh, that was this one. one. I'm still yeah. scared about that one. Yeah, so we just. Had, I'm so scared. Phonics. I forgot. <laughs> I put that on my mind. Uh, I'm ready to laugh. Because I need to, to hold up. this. Because yeah. um, I need to wake up. I don't know if it's uh, I don't have three. Our technical wiz- uh, wizardry is impressive. It is, isn't it? It really is. Um, I had to go a couple different. I don't know. One of these is from last week. The other two are from. I have no idea. I'm already laughing, and it's not even on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we're just gonna start. So here's the first one, and um. 
Split, we saw it together. Oh, yeah. 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 Us three saw it. Yeah. I saw it. I was there. I'm just... I... That was one I actually saw. He actually downloaded this Tuesday. Yeah, yes, that's a good movie, man. (laughs) He did a good job, man. (laughs) You gotta see this, man. It's still he's he was there. couple episodes to get find this one coming from a guy whose yeah. name is colin lecker yeah colin lecker <laughs> not colin <laughs> not liquor lecker l-e-c-h-e-r letcher let's say a letcher just for colin letcher I don't even know what that was about. Um, and this next one, I discovered, I discovered something that, that Scalf has a oh, has no. a talent. Oh no! Um, I think you guys will, you'll catch it when we get there. I want to see how anybody else can kind of find out what I'm doing here. Um, I mean, it's yeah, like the Han Solo movie. I'm not excited about John that. Solo. You can already John. add me to the Hiles list of shame. Cause I'm not gonna go see Wonder Woman. You're not gonna see that one. No, I will see it. I won't even illegally download it. That's well, <laughs> I would hope not. We don't do that or uh, support that. That's that is we do not condone that. <laughs> Like what is out. that? It's the Joker laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've been waiting all day. Chicken has a new job. All day? All day. Wow. He's practiced. It paid His off. couch at home. Yeah, I... <laughs> All right, next news. <laughs> wow. All right. How do you oh, my gosh. Wow. Did that not sound like the new Joker yes. last year? Yeah, it did. Good job. Thank you. You know, I, I kind of apologize, Scalp, but that was it hilarious. sounded too good. It's oh, like, my gosh. Did you that put that great. on repeat? Or was that really me doing that? No, that was repeated multiple times. Okay, that's great. Right. That needs like a drum loop in there. That that needs to become yeah. a song. It, yeah, I, hey, I just uh, really go like ahead and Jeff email Goldblum's those to thing. me if you can. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Um, so there you go. There's a little uh, lethargic. Wow, that's good. Phonics for this week. That's great. Um, let me wait. I'm trying to. 
I don't have the show notes here. What's next, guys? <laughs> does anybody? Does anybody know? I just lost. I don't it. know. I always depend on you guys. I just lost my iPad. I don't know what's going on. I just, I just have notes uh, somewhere. And oh wait, some stuff I make up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got down with four. We dropped down to seven. So now it's uh, what we got Rick. Come with me if you want to listen to Remarkable Reels. <laughs> Just throw your phone. I don't that, think I have. Yeah, I do have that one. That's my second favorite one. I do that, like that I music. Bet, yeah, that one's good. I mean, uh, I sound. That was him. He he came over. Yeah. And I, we, I believe you. We yeah. grilled hot dogs after they canceled the. Next I thought he was a kielbasa yeah. man. Conan movie. He, yeah, Terminator Eight. <laughs> oh, all right. So this week, uh, we our remarkable reels is we are uh, doing a top five uh, list of our favorite Western movies. This is not what we think are the best Western movies. Of no, 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 no. Disclaimer is this: these are movies that we have seen that we like for yes. our reasons. We're not saying they are the best by any stretch. Um, and I don't know about these guys, the rest of the guys at this table, but when it comes to westerns, I'm I'm somewhat limited. I don't watch westerns yeah. on a daily basis. I kind of grew up watching them. I don't either. Um, so, but I like them. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no doubt they've they've got a they've got a place in our uh, in hearts. our in our hearts. I watch one yes. today. Um, you watched what? I watched one. I watched one? a few one movie today. And His first one he's ever seen. So he has he has a awesome. list of one. It's yeah. my number one pick. Yeah, well, um, so let's go ahead and get in it. Um, I can't think of anything else we need to throw out there as disclaimers. Um, For the most part, these are they were released in a theater, right? Yes, yes. We need to stay away because yeah. I, I have some honorable mentions of some some westerns I absolutely love, but they were basically like made for TV movies yeah. or some sort of mini series that I could not include. I wanted to, but I could not cl- include them on my top five because we did agree that these would be theatrical released movies. So. Just to kind of get put us all on yeah, the same. So just in case field. everybody was wondering, Adam Sandler's movie The Ridiculous Six will not be on anybody's list. <laughs> That's not not because we didn't want it to yeah. be. My goodness, that would have yeah. at least been my number two. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and start <laughs> off with uh, Rick. <laughs> there it is. Um, that review uh, was awesome. And as we go around, we'll uh, shake things up a little bit and not just do the Ooh. same the same rotation Ooh. every time. Okay. Shake it up. So you're going to start us off on round five, but you won't st- start I us off on round four. Okie dokes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so Such my number cheater. five. All right. Number go ahead, five. Number five. It's, uh, you guys love this movie. <laughs> it has a whopping... Forty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Cowboys versus Saints. Oh, that's not good. Olivia Wilde, Daniel Craig, oh. Sam Rockwell, Harrison Ford. Oh, I forgot Sam was in that. Yeah, he's on there. I won my bird. Just not my bird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful bird, Ivan. Um, Cowboy versus Aliens. Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, I, I just like that movie because I like cowboys and I like aliens. Not an Oscar winner or anything. I just thought it was cool. D- I mean, did you? Did you like the movie? I loved it. Or did you just like the idea of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of the movie, but then I'm like, it's Cowboys and Aliens. It doesn't have to be too serious. It has know. Harrison Ford in it. I mean, it's only yeah, Harrison, it has I mean, Harrison Ford in it. And Indiana Daniel Jones Craig. and James Bond. Yeah, together. Yeah, for real. I, I mean, it was, I, it's true. I can't think of 
this movie. I was directed so by John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, so was, excited for it. Yeah. I was too, and it just was not good. I yeah, I liked it though. I had okay. fun with it. Okay, hmm. it was all right. Like I said, it's not an Oscar winner or anything. I just thought it was kind of fun. I saw it in the theater. A little and different. I've, I've never seen it since. <laughs> what? A little different, you know. Cobbler I think I own it actually. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great premise. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Rick, that's your number five. Is there anything else you want to add to it? No. Okay. Okay. Guess we'll move to me. Yes. We're going to the listeners left. left. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I am am similar to Shannon in that, uh, and I feel bad even admitting this, but I'm very limited on Westerns. Being able to make a list of at least 30 that I watched, but it should be more. My dad was... Huge uh, Western fan. Watched a lot of them. Uh, so there's some that should be on my list. I know that, people. There's some that should be on here, but they are not because I'm limited in what I've watched. Yes. So. Number five for me is a 2008 release with Ed Harris, Viggo Mortensen, Renee Zell, Zellweger. Awesome movie. Two friends hired to police a small town that is suffering under the rule of a rancher. Find their job complicated by a widow, played by... Uh, Renee movie. Zellweger. I think it's like 77% on Rotten uh, 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 Tomatoes. Appaloosa is my number five. I've never seen that. That's a good one. It is good. I've yeah. never seen that. Really good. Directed by Ed Harris. Really? Well. Yep. well, I mean, anything so, with Vigo in it. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, and Vigo's cool. fantastic in it. Yeah. I think this was and right after... Lord of the Rings, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, probably. It's, yeah, it's like one of his first right right after. I, I remember seeing previews for it. I just okay. Re- really cool movie. Yeah, yeah really really cool. List. I need to rewatch it. I've yeah. got it. Yeah, and, and in fact, it might actually be higher. Like, like some of these movies I haven't watched in a while. Yeah, or mm-hmm. I, or I just remember that I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it could be higher on my list after a a rewatch. I'll let everybody know because I know you'll be, you know, <laughs> hanging by a thread until I, I do so. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's my number five. Cool. Cool, yeah, so man. Moves on to me. Scout. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um, well, I always grew up going to my grandma and grandpa's house, and my papa always had westerns on, but I never really paid attention to them. Um, but I do like westerns now. Uh, so my number five. Today? Yeah, he's not decided. Just today? No. He, he oh. thought of it. It's like, okay, I like them. <laughs> no. Um, so my number five is the newer one. In fact, it came out last year. Magnificent Seven. Oh, wow. Um, it just the replayability, the rewatchability on it. It's yeah. really good. I can, yeah, I can go good. back and watch it numerous times. Um, and it's just I like all of the actors in it. Yeah. All the actors are great, and uh, it's just a fun, fun western movie. Uh, it's got sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's the least rated on my list. But. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, you know the standout on that, which I have to admit, I went to kind of watch that because of Chris Pratt. Um, but the one guy that stood out to me on Ethan that was Hawk. Ethan yeah. Hawke. Yeah, he's yeah. so good. He was in phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, it's like which he's just a good actor in general. I mean, he's very underrated. I think he's been in some really cool stuff. Well, right yeah. before that, I watched because I saw he was coming. He was going to be in that movie. I watched uh, Training Day just to see his dynamic with yeah. uh, with, with Denzel Denzel again. Yeah, and you know he was really good in that, and it was cool seeing them back together again in this movie. So, and the same director too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Nice, so, cool, yeah. good, good pull. It's a. Did I say sixty-three percent? Yeah. 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 
Okay. I had to keep my list hidden. Somebody's cheating. I already know you're number five. You do? Yeah. Uh, All right. My number five that Scalf already knows is a 1974 movie with a 90% uh, Rotten Tomato. Um, And a little bit of a disclaimer. Just because this is on my list, I'm not telling people they need to run out and watch it. Because this one, it has, uh, this one's a little uh, racy. Uh, It's uh, Blazing Saddles. What was that? The Sheriff's... uh, the sheriff's near. <laughs> so, I have to admit, I was raised on this film, but it was always cut off TV. I, I don't think I ever watched the uncut rated R version until I was somewhere in my 20s. Maybe, I, I don't know. And, um, and then it was funnier? No, not really. I mean, it's like I I knew that stuff had got edited out, but it really didn't matter to me. I mean, it was still a great movie. And I can't help, but I even watch films th- these days. I mean, if, I wa- if I'm watching a Western, it's like I'll have the playback of like s- the jokes from from blazing saddles going on like in in serious westerns which kind of screws them up for me um i mean gene wilder i you know and it actually was nominated for three oscars too by the way i mean you don't think that a, a movie like blazing saddles could actually no. have that um but it did uh gene wilder uh not G- um yeah, gene mel wilder. brooks mel brooks and Gene oh my goodness! What's the um, the guy that wrote this with him that was actually going to play the lead part? Uh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah. So these two guys sat down and wrote this movie. So if you if you know that's the background coming from those two comedians, it, like, it makes a lot of sense whenever you watch it. So anyway, there well, you go. There's, he was, he was so supposed good. to be the sheriff. Yes. Richard Pryor, but yeah. Yes, I don't and I don't Drug know. Use and all that stuff. He just couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there's there's also a cool little story. I think it was on. Um, I can't remember if it where I read it from, but uh, Lou Gossip Jr., we all know who Lou Gossip Jr. is. For two, for two years, he actually uh, was cast in a um, a Blazing Saddles miniseries made for TV that the studio, they had to do it to keep the rights of Blazing Saddles because they wanted to make a sequel. And they had no intention of ever releasing this little miniseries. They just they hired actors, they hired script writers, they hired everything, and they actually produced it for two years I don't know how many episodes they made, um, but just so they could c- keep the rights to the movie in case they ever wanted to make a sequel. And then after about two years, they realized they were never going to make a sequel, so they fired. Every, you know, let everybody know that. And um, Lou Gossip Jr. was talking about how he, when he received this letter saying, "Hey, we're not. You don't need to come back to work because the show that was never going to ever be aired um, was being canceled." Which is kind of weird, but it happens in the industry. So we've got a TV series that nobody will ever see. Yeah, it actually they put one episode on one of the, like the 30 year anniversary of Blazing Saddles, like the Blu-ray when really? it came out. So there's like they have just one of them on there, so you can kind of. I mean, they didn't try for it to be good because they have never had intended to, for it to go anywhere. It's just I never knew that existed. Huh. Wow! So they probably That's paid millions and millions of dollars to produce something just to hold on to the rights because it was in the contract somehow. They had to, as long as they were producing some sort of TV series, they could make a sequel. And anyway, that's my number like five. Fox cool. and Sony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure it's does. another waste of money. Cool. Um, so now we're down to that was round five. We're gonna actually yeah. shift over to Stevie. He's gonna start us off on round four. <laughs> okay, I'm starting off here. My number four on my list um, is a 2003 film starring Kevin Costner. Uh oh. Robert Duvall and Diego Luna, um, directed by yep Diego Luna before he was in Rogue Cast. One. I don't. 
I don't know what this is. Directed by Kevin Costner. Numerous nominations. It is a movie called Open Range. Oh, yeah. Really, really fantastic. I need to see that movie. I've never Western. Seen it. Yeah, I need to see it too. What's you know something? Just take take note of here. Um, it has a great build for a a western. The main shootout isn't till the very end of the thing, but it's so worth it. So it has the great uh, uh, setup and uh, and just really really good. Great job by uh, Kevin Costner in his direction. What's uh, neat about this is Sir Anthony Hopkins. We've already mentioned this. This, this is the second time he's been mentioned in this. That is true. Show. Yeah, he wrote fan letters to Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall after watching the film, complimenting them both on their performances. Wow, that's so really cool. neat. Yeah, it's just a really good cowboy flick. Very underrated, in my opinion. But if you check a lot of top 100 lists or top 25 lists, you'll usually see open range in there. I need to watch that. Uh, that's good another one. one. I'd, it's a good one. I've not seen. And I usually watch yeah. most of Kevin Costner movies. Yeah. At least back then I did. All right. That's yeah. that's two in a row from Stevie that yeah. I've not seen. I've seen... Yeah. Rick, what was your number five again? Cowboys oh, Cowboys Not. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that one. All right. Uh, Scalf, keep us going oh, for me? your round four. Yeah, we're just going to continue the rotation. Just start it differently. Um, mine came out in 2007, starring... Russell Crowe, Christian Bale, oh, that's a good movie. Ben Foster. That's a good one. That's a good movie. 310 to Yuma. Yep. I've seen this. Um, came out in 2007. I was just watching it today because it was on TV. And uh, it's just such a cool... It's a like, movie. it's a remake, but... and I, Personally, this is one of those that... It's so good, I, do, I don't need to go back and watch the original. Like, you know, sometimes if a movie, if a reboot is bad, I'll go back and watch the original to right, see how it yeah. compares. But this one, I like it so much that I'm just, you know, I don't feel the need to go back and watch. Um, oh, yeah, Alan Tudyk's on the, in this, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, K2SO? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's such a, it's a really cool movie. It's, it's movie. a lot of fun. Yep. Um, it's I really like Russell Crowe's character. Um, he's a bad guy. Obviously, but yes. he does he does quote scripture, which is really neat because it's not the normal right. verses that you normally hear. So um, like, that's a pretty cool like numbers from numbers. Uh, yeah. Mostly from Leviticus. Psalms. Leviticus. Yeah. Leviticus. Yeah. He does Leviticus. Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first one to quote Lamentations in a film <laughs> from just, start to back. Just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a really really cool movie. Sam Jack, yeah. Um, Christian Bell plays a rancher trying to get trying to help the uh, the guys get Russell Crowe's character to uh, to jail. Yep. So on the three ten to Yuma. Good good pick. Good, good pick. movie. All right. Um, my number four is let's find it. It's a nineteen ninety four <laughs> film with a Rotten Tomato score of sixty seven. Yeah, no, I just don't want you to see anymore. Um. And this one, one this was not on my uh, top five till like I a forgot day about ago. This one, this Th- one would have been on my top five. This is the film Maverick, uh, with movie, with Gibson, Foster, and uh, James Garner. A couple different reasons here. 
I forgot how much I love this film to actually start. I just I didn't watch the whole film back to back or you know from front to back. I just watched clips from YouTube and forgot that Richard Donner, the guy from uh, the director from all the Lethal Weapons, yeah. also directed this. So there were throwbacks in this movie. Do you remember when um, Danny Glover was the bank robber and him and and Gibson kind of like see each other, see each other for the first time, and and it gives that music from Lethal Weapon just for like half a second, and. Um, just a little call back. Wait, Rick? You okay? I'm trying to read the little letters. Oh, okay. Um, that I'm reading on my notes over here. So, and, and this is all back in the day when Gibson was kind of like on his, I mean, he could do no wrong yeah. back then. And this film was pretty pretty much up there with some of his some of his better work. The fact that they had James Garner in there, which James Garner was the original um, person from the Maverick uh, TV show. Um, so they brought him back to kind of, as the father figure that you find out later on in the film. But it's just a whole lot of fun. Not a whole lot of action, but um, it's just, if you like if you like westerns, you like gambling, and you like Mel Gibson, <laughs> I don't know. I'm done. I'm, I'm just, what else do you need? I'm spilling at this point. Just All right, that's it. That's my number four. That's great. All right. So my number four, no. three, and two. Oh, yeah. What? what? Four, three, Are you going to let me finish? Yeah. You're interrupting me. I got three wives now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh wait, no, I, Go ahead, anyways. Here. So four, three, and two are and not in order. Just, just my number one. Are you following me? No. no. Which <laughs> means all. the movie I'm about to name is not strictly my fourth one. It could be my third one. It could be my second one. So They're all equal. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. So 1985. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. All right, so my number four, uh, 1985, 92% Rotten Tomatoes. Clint Eastwood is a preacher. If you guys haven't seen this movie, this movie's awesome, man. Pale Rider. Huh, one of my dad's faves. That movie's awesome. Actually, have you guys ever heard the whole dance? Dance, like they're shooting at your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. from this movie. Hmm, okay. So, yeah, I, I, yeah I love this movie. Good movie. He's a preacher, like Stevie. Clint Eastwood, you say? Yeah, but he's not mm. like a regular preacher. <laughs> no, he's not. Like he can uh, shoot you down from far away. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's my number four. All right. That's good. Mr. Clint. Yeah, love him. All right, so that was uh, your number four. So we're now moving to Scalf to for his uh, number three. Um, real quick, I forgot to do my Rotten Tomatoes for three ten to Yuma. It's eighty nine percent. Nice. Um, good number. So this one. Is an original uh, John Wayne movie. Oh, came out in 1969. 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You're reaching back. I am. True Grit. Ah, oh, the That's original a good movie. Hmm. Didn't go with the uh, remake Coen I Brothers, didn't. huh? I have seen the. I have seen both of them. Yeah. Um, and I actually saw the re- remake first before I saw the original. Um, I thought the reboot was really good. Yeah, uh, but I went back and watched the original, and I, I was like, John Wayne does such a he does a much better job in that role than Bridges? I thought that uh, Jeff Bridges did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really liked that movie. I thought it was really good. Hmm. So I, I can't. I know I've seen it because I remember it being there were certain things from the the remake that I I remembered from the original, but I don't, I don't remember. Everything about the original. It's good. Rooster Cogburn is uh, back yep. to the bone. Yeah, oh yeah, he is. yeah. 
So, yeah, it was up there in number three for me. All right. Well, my number three uh, <laughs> has a Rotten Tomato score of 56, which is, I believe, nice. the lowest on my... Yeah, it's the lowest here of my top five. But anyway, and this is one I'm not sure you guys will have on your list, if even if you've ever seen. Um, it's a film, a 1990 film from about a sharpshooter from the Old West, starring Tom Selleck. Oh wow! By Quigley Down Under. Anybody seen that? No. I've seen it. I haven't. But it's one of those I haven't seen in a long time, so I couldn't comment on it. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't. Oh, it's. It's great, and and not because of Tom Selleck, really. I mean, he he does a great job in it, but uh, Alec, Al, Alan Rickman is the bad guy. Oh, in it. really? Coming right off. This is right after Die Hard, so he kind of got got his name, and the, this came out just right before Robin Hood, Man. Prince of Thieves. So he had those three movies, boom, 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 where just you know he blew up here in America, and everybody loved him. Um, and you know, and. The fact that it's about a sharpshooter kind of makes it a little bit different. And it's in Australia. It's based there. Um, it's funny. Uh, it, it's serious. The 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 um, Who has and has not seen it? Have you guys seen it? I've never seen it. Well, through the whole movie, you know, it's like people try to give him like a six-shooter, and he's like, I got no need for that, or never been good with one of those. Or he says something weird, um, and he doesn't use anything but his big, long, long barrel uh I forget what he calls his gun, but I basically, see why you like it so much. You know so much about it. Yeah, um, I actually haven't seen it for a year or two. I I own this one on Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen it for a while. I don't want to give away the ending, but if you haven't seen it, you should really <laughs> sit down and take a see take it. a gander at it. It's pretty fun. And the the leading lady in it, you'll know her if you see her. She's had she's been in a couple movies. Not not a main person, but um, anyway, there you go. There's my number three. I don't have. Uh, nope, that's it. Alan Rickman, that's all you need to know. Alan Rickman in a Western. That's all you need. He's good. All right, there's yeah. my number three. So, oh, and then I start number two here. No, wait. You guys haven't done your no. number oh, three yet. Oh, yeah, sorry. Come going on. to Rick. Uh, my I'm number three is, uh, came out in 2010. 80% Ryan Tomato. No, 90, 96% Ryan Tomato. What? It's a Rooster Cogburn. And Tom Chaney, Josh Brolin, and Jeff Bridges in a True Great remake. Oh. <laughs> I love John Wayne, but I'm a Clint Eastwood kind of guy. Not, no offense. John Wayne's great. I just like Clint Eastwood more. Yeah. And he's not in this one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I'm just trying to say I like this one. I like this one more than the original, even though the original was really, really good. Yeah. They had little changes here and there, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was a good so movie. That, that girl did an awesome job. The oh, the little girl? Yeah. Yeah. And the original, she was awesome, too. Yeah. I mean, she's, like, bound to get <laughs> revenge on this. Mm-hmm. These peeps. Peeps. All right, go on, Stevie. <laughs> okay. I'm coming to me now. <laughs> My number three is a 1993 film with a phenomenal cast. Oh. Kurt Russell. Oh. Val yeah. Kilmer. Sam Elliott. Tombstone, Scalf said it. Scalf has he has to see everybody's list and say yes, whisper in the microphone to, to ruin I, the tension. I could have guessed it by the 1993. <laughs> With the 1993, let me ruin everybody's tension. You're gonna build it up. I'm gonna say Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> 1993 and great cast. Yeah, but the readers that could have been anything. The listeners don't know. Yeah, the listener. They have to figure out. We're themselves. talking about Western movies. Seventy-three percent on Rotten 
tomatoes. Uh, just the watchability of of this one yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. So many great lines. Mm-hmm. I'm your Huckleberry. I mean, you know, all these things yes. are great. Val Kilmer, who's one of my faves, is fantastic yeah, in phenomenal. it. Phenomenal. Uh, Kurt Russell, you know, is good in everything. But you have Bill Paxton too. Sam Elliott. It's really, 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 really good movie. A uh, little bit of trivia on this: the director George P. Cosmatos is quoted as saying that all lightning and all mustaches are real. All the mustaches. Next time you watch it, all mustaches, all mustaches, mustaches are real. So my third tombstone. Nice. Awesome. Okay, so that's everybody's third, right? Yeah. We can move on to the fourth round, which would be our number two. So I start this one. Um, this is a little film from 1993 that also had a 73 percent RT. Tombstone. Uh, by the name of Tombstone. <laughs> tombstone. Tombstone. Everybody. Tombstone. Um, some other people that he didn't mention, that Stevie didn't mention, Michael Behan's in it. Um, Charlton Heston's actually in it. Jason Priestley, Thomas Hayden Church, Billy Zane, Michael Rooker. Most of these people weren't even, you know, you didn't know them back then. But they just... Uh, the There's uh, the guy who played Locke from Lost is in it, too. He's the mayor. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but I remember seeing him. Um, uh, another little back... Uh, Actually, this is just uh, general knowledge for everybody. Doc Holliday was he a really was he a real doctor? No. Yes. He was dentist. He was dentist, but it was a I doctor. Don't the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so all dentists out there, you're not real doctors. Um, he did have uh, some sort of dentist uh, uh, diploma or degree from the University of Pennsylvania, I believe, mm-hmm. um, or something like that. Uh, Nathan, you can fact check that and let yeah, me know how, how bad yeah. I screwed that up. Give me a break, Nathan. Um, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, phenomenal film. I mean, everything that Stevie said, I, I totally 100% back it. It's, I mean, you can watch it on Monday and oh, put it yeah. in on Tuesday. Then it's oh, even yes. good on Wednesday night. And maybe even Wednesday. So, I mean, it's just hard to get much better, you know, than that for me. Um, so, there's my number two. Uh, Ricky, moving on to no, what's your on number two, aren't we? My number two. Yes. <coughs> Which is your number three and four. Uh, it's about a drifter. With no name, that was stupid. <laughs> but not really. Uh, Drifter with no name. He doesn't have a name in this movie, but he can shoot a gun like really good. Yeah. So this movie came out in 1973, and it's 96% Rotten Tomatoes. I highly recommend this movie. This movie is dope. High Plains Drifter. Oh. Yep. It's awesome movie, man. You guys need to watch this movie if you like westerns. So this is why you put off three of them together. Yeah, kind of like a Clint. What? No, Clint's not in the True Grit. True Grit. No, he's not in True Grit. Okay, but I'm saying I like him. But you wanted yeah. him to be. I would. Ah, oh, f- a cameo. What a dream. So that's my number uh, <laughs> two. High Plains Drifter. High Plains. That's a good movie, man. Yeah. You, all right. You guys need to. Watch I know. It. I know. I've seen it. I've seen all these. I just have been so long. I don't remember. Yeah. It's, it's I have a feeling if I rewatched some of these, it's, my list would change. They're great. Oh, yeah. Except, except for my number two, Segway. <laughs> right, I'm done. This is, okay, I'm, I'm next. Yeah, I'll block. Yep, CB's next. I'll block this. Don't I let, can't see don't it. Don't see it. I Scout, go see use it. the bathroom. <laughs> Seraphim Falls. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Seraphim Falls. What? This is a... Fantastic movie from 1986. Blazing Saddles. This is nope. this is Same the lowest that. Rotten Tomatoes a rating that I have on my list 
Mine went 77, 79, 73. This is at 44%, but it is one of my fave moves. Three Amigos. Oh, yeah. yes. Steve Martin, yeah. Chevy Chase, Martin Short. Yep. Hilarious. That's all my honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> I never watched I, it all the I watch first. it all the time. I mean, it's so funny to me. I mean, I'm sure it's not on a lot of people's lists, but it, it's just I'm, I've I watched it numerous times. About that one. It's so good. Yeah. Well, I did too, and I didn't have it anywhere on my list. And then I was going through some, uh, like a list on, on Wikipedia of you know, all these movies, and I came across it. I'm like, are you kidding me? That'd be like one or two on my list. So, <laughs> oh. What's really funny about this is Steven Spielberg considered directing the film. Oh, wow. Early in the 80s, but guess what he chose to direct instead? E.T. E. Yeah. Yep. yep. I guess that was a good career move. Yeah. E.T.? Eh, it's not that good, right? No. So or he said, or uh, in in interviews, he his choices for the roles of the Three Amigos were Steve Martin, which which made it, Bill Murray for oh, man. Dusty Bottoms, and Robin Williams for wow. Ned Neat. That would have been... That would have totally changed that movie. Oh, man. Still, still would have I mean, been funny. Yeah, still would have been funny, but Chevy Chase as Dusty Bottoms is pretty... And Martin Short's just fantastic. Yeah, he, yeah he's so. great. Chevy yeah. Chase was... He was up there during that time frame, oh, though, yeah. too, wasn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, he had already... Vacations kinda, and yep. stuff. And Vacations, and, um, Spies Like Us. I mean, you know, he had tons of really... Yeah. yeah. Movies that I love that probably most people don't. <laughs> Yep. Good. That's my numero three amigos. Dos. All right. Numero dos for me. <laughs> go, why don't you go? 1966. No. I will not do that to him. 66? 1966. We're going 100% D. on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I don't believe oh, it. Not gosh. kidding. Don't believe it. Take a look. Some of those. John Wayne. Okay. El Dorado. Oh, well, maybe. Oh, wow. It is on there for yeah. a while. Um, it is. I didn't even see it on a top 25 because it's just everybody loves it. Yeah. Um, so no one picks it. Uh, it was the first John Wayne movie I watched all the way through. Um, okay. And I just, I really enjoyed it. I thought the story was great. And uh, I, I was trying to find it to watch it again today, but I'm, I wasn't able to find it. So I can get it for you. I was trying to get it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just, you know, I thought it was a it was a really great movie, and the fact that it was a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, if everybody else likes it, and it was all like it was already going to be two or three in my list before I even saw that. So yeah. So yeah, that's my number two. Is it that just cool? is is that your one and only John Wayne film so far? No, I no, did True Grit. Grit. Oh, you had True Grit. Yeah, yeah, the original. True Grit and El Dorado. Yeah, yeah, the original. Okay. But do you need a Snickers? All right. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. All right, that's your number two. Yep. Uh, we're going back to Rick now to continue. This is our last round. So. Oh, my number one? Yeah, we need your number one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. It had to be in somebody's list. Okay, this is stupid. I got goosebumps. So okay, so he really does. No, I, I really did. It's, it's a good movie. I watched it today. It was actually on Sundance Channel. It's, it's so good, man. Okay, so check this out. 1966, 97% Ryan Tomatoes. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, three hours and six minutes. It's pretty long. Wow. Uh, it's uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. That's, that movie is 
Legit, man. That's See, I know that should be on my list, but I've not technically seen it all the way dude, through. It's great, man. It, it's it good. Was, I was watching it before. Uh, and the song, you've heard the other song, haven't you? I mean, the music is. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's. It's got the most iconic yeah. Western music yeah. that you can find. Uh, it's Italian. If you haven't seen, and it's Italian. Seen a movie, it's not even you can an American. Hear it. Yeah. You know, it's a spaghetti Western. Yeah. Not, not a fettuccine. <laughs> Ah, uh, lethargic phonics. Nope. Make a note out of that. Finn <laughs> Eastwood is my favorite yeah. as far as westerns go. So, hmm. love him, love him. He's great. That's my number one. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Blazing Saddles. So yeah. you had all kind of older. Well, no, you had the remake of. Right. Yeah. Now and then, the, of course, the the whole spaghetti trilogy. If I could have made that my number one, I would have. But I had to pick just one. What's the spaghetti trilogy? Why don't you scroll? It's full of dollars right? and a few dollars more, and then. Um, good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, because there was They're a time Sergio frame. Leone. There was a time frame where Italian directors were making American western movies. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. So that's what they call spaghetti westerns. Yeah. And then uh, Ennio Morricone did the soundtrack, and you need to get the vinyl. It's awesome, I would love man. To. Actually, I think we've got it. You need to. You from, know, the vinyl for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, movie? from way back when. Yeah, my dad. What back when we, you know, when records were a thing. I mean, I know yeah. they are now, but yeah. like before. Yeah, like most of my records are brand new <laughs> with barcodes on them. Save the yeah. dream. Save the rebellion. <laughs> Save yourself. Just kidding. I need to watch that. <laughs> um, all right, so that's your number one, Rick? Number uno. Number, okay. Uh, Steve. Yes. My number one currently has a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes from 1985. Now, just, Jacob, don't jump in here and try to get it. Don't ruin it. Let me give you the cast, okay? <laughs> Kevin Klein, Scott Glenn, oh. Kevin Costner, Danny Glover, Brian Adenahy, John Cleese, Jeff Goldblum. No. <laughs> no, no. Fantastic. This, the reason why this is I'm paying attention uh, number one is because this is one that my dad, you know, like a lot of these movies in these lists, I watch with my dad first. And yeah. this one, I remember him... He was going on and on and on about it. He was a huge Clint Eastwood guy. And so, but I remember him saying, oh, you know, you got to watch his son. And, and, and I remember, you know, thinking, no, Dad. But I remember watching him thinking, okay, can we watch that again? And I think we watched <laughs> it, like, right back to back. It is phenomenal. Uh-huh. Um, really good. Lawrence Kasdan is the a director. It is Silverado is my oh, yeah. oh, number one film. Yep. Uh, fantastic. I mean, it's great. It really is. I mean, really, really good. Another little uh, trivia piece of this: the set for Silverado was built um, and, has be- and has since been used in movies such as Young Guns, Wyatt Earp, Last Man Standing, Lonesome Dove, All the Pretty Horses, and Wild Wild West. Hmm. So, which means Kevin Klein has used that same set twice yeah. in his career because he was in Wild Wild West. Oh, was, yeah, that yeah. was really gonna be my number one, just because of that big spider. Oh. Well, 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 well. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, Silverado, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I gotta that, check all these out. We need that, to post these. That was on my that Facebook. was on my top five, and it got bumped um, when I finally decided to stick Maverick and um, Blazing Saddles in. I think I had it at four. If you watch it, see if you enjoy the scene when Kevin Costner comes out of the bar or the uh, saloon. He has two guys on his left and right. Oh, they don't see him. Yep, and he comes out. And notices, and all of a, you know, or all of a sudden grabs both guns and hits him real quick. 
But it, doesn't Classic. he doesn't he do so a good. hey or something? He's like hey, yeah, just to hey. get their attention. Yeah, but he oh doesn't want to gosh. shoot him in the back. So that is a rewindable uh, moment for me. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, he's it's so really young. Good. Kevin Costner's like he's like a kid in that yeah. movie. Yeah, and he's and he's so good in. It. I mean, he, his mm-hmm. uh, charisma. You know, I mean, he's it, had had he done really anything good. up until then? I, I don't think he. That, no, I think that's one. I mean, he probably did. But that's I think that's that's one of his big films. Yeah, and I Jeff Goldblum. Right. That's one of his. I uh, know. Ones too. But wasn't he played a gambler or something? Yeah. He'd, like yeah. working a working an a, honest yeah. man. A, play uh, an honest yeah. Gambler. He had Denny Glover's sister. You know something, and so Denny Glover had to save her. You know, something like that, but it's good. See, here I'm now by myself, uh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's chaos. There. That's chaos. There. Okay, that's my All right, very good. Good number. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I need to check all these out. All right. You've not seen Silverado. No, I've man. never seen it. it sounds, I haven't seen it. Sounds great. Or Open Range. All these movies and sound, like, really good. I, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Man. All right. I know it's Jacob's number one. My number one. Annie Oakley. Jane Came Duncan. out in 1999. With Will Smith, Kevin Klein. Wild Wild West. Wild, Wild no West. way. That's going to make your you number liar. uno. That's you, not your number one, is it? You liar. Are you just trying to build up tension? <laughs> You're just messing with us. He's fitting, man. <laughs> yeah, he's messing with us. No way, man. Wicka Wild Wild. Wicka Wicka wow. Wild. Are you serious? Wicka Wild. Wicka Wicka Wild Wild West. Are you serious? No. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> if you went backward to get even John Wayne films up there and Wild Wild West ended up being, all the rest of yours didn't count. Yeah. We're going to throw it out. I fell back as I was, I was I about to make fun for your of him. List and then I'm like, until that almost happened. Man. Uh, I just had to get you guys' response from that. That was great. 1993, 73% of Rotten Tomatoes. Kurt Russell. Ah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know exactly what it is. Bill Paxton. I won my birthday. <laughs> Tombstone. Just the watchability alone. Oh, like I, so. I mean, just the fact that I can just, you know, just go back and watch it whenever I watched it today, and I can. It's just one of those movies that I could watch again tomorrow. Have you seen it, Rick? Yeah, I seen that. Oh, one. Okay, and that wasn't in your top five. See. That was the movie that I thought we'd all have. Yeah, that, of, of all of them, I thought that was the obvious one. No, yeah, that it's got such massive. I thought the obvious one was going to be Unforgiven, but I've never seen it. Well, I haven't either. That should be I on my it. list, but I've yeah. not seen. I've not seen it either. No, um, I saw the year it came out. The lines in Tombstone, like the one that I sent you guys today. Mm-hmm. Indeed, sir, the last charge of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. Like Doc Holliday was the man in, oh, that, yeah. oh my in that gosh, movie. So good. Yep. You know, it's not revenge he's after, it's the reckoning. Like, and it, just like the lines that he has, the action scenes on those. Um, I think one of my favorite scenes, I think about it all the time when I think of Tombstone, is um, the first showdown between Johnny Ringo and Doc Holliday. Johnny Ringo does his little gun twirl and stuff, and then Doc Holliday does his little twirl with his cup. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. And, uh, so yeah, it's just it's it, that's probably that's my yeah. favorite western. I mean, that, I'm not saying that it's the best because I mean it's got a 73, percent but um, it's the one that I can watch all the time. Yeah, so it's a it's a good one to have at number one. So yeah, very good, very good. High, High Plains Drifter. Yes, you need to watch that. 
Your guys' faces, though, when I said Wild Wild Man, West no was joke. great. I thought it was for real after a while. I thought you had such a respectable list. I'm yeah. like, you're going to throw this out we're the gonna, window. We're going to kick like, you out of your own apartment. Man. Um, no, my number one was Good, Bad, Ugly. Oh, yeah, Good, Bad, Ugly. Silverado, Tombstone. So those are all three really good number ones. So let me ruin it right quick. Oh, man. He's going to say Wild Wild West. Um, no. Wild Wild. But there is this little film called... Uh, no, I I'm not going to do that. I don't want to ruin it. Uh, this is a, uh, this is a uh, 19 or no, sorry, 2007 mm. remake. Um, has a 89 percent on Rotten Tomato. Three ten to Yuma. There he goes ruining it. Why you gotta mess up? My number one, three ten Yuma. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. We're done. Um, yeah, uh, Steve, uh, our scouts already. Thanks, Rick. Scalp's already picked this one up. This yeah, is number man. four, right? Yeah, um, that was my number four. Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, Ben Foster. Great cast. Uh, Peter Fonda, yeah. Alan Tudyk, <laughs> 2 KSO. Uh, Luke Wilson's actually in it. Um, I don't it, – it, it's hard to put a finger on this because this, of all these here, it's the one that I've seen the least. I saw 310 to Human when it first came out mm-hmm. and watched it like – or when it came out on DVD – probably 2008 and watched it like the next day i just put it right back in and watched it again back to back and i don't do that very often mm-hmm. watched it again a couple years later and just you know russell crowe i don't know if he really has done a better performance i mean probably equal in my book but this one has got to be right up there with one of his best performances like you said oh, he yeah. plays a very bad yeah, he does individual but by the end of it kind of redeems you like himself him. yeah you do yeah he, because, because he does an honest thing yeah by basically taking out his own people, getting on the you know getting on the train, so you know Bale's character can actually achieve what he was doing, and Bale was doing it for you know his family, his family to keep to, his land and stuff. Yeah, and also to prove to his son that he's still a man, you know. So I mean, you know, uh, a couple few things that I thought were pretty cool that exactly ten minutes pass at the end of the movie when it shows it being three and o'clock when it was the big uh, crescendo. Uh, Shows the clock at being three o'clock, three o'clock, and then the train's gonna be there at three ten. And they filmed it to be exactly ten minutes from the time that starts to when the train actually shows up. So huh, um, that's cool. The director wanted to make sure that that was, and not that anybody even cares or even pays attention to that. Um, another thing is that uh, Tom Cruise bowed out of that character of uh, oh, Ben goodness. Wade. So he, you know, um, huh. Crow was not the first pick. I liked him. So it was gonna be like Bale and Cruise. And, um, I like Cruz, but he would have been hard to believe in yeah. that part. Yeah, I, agree. I, it, I think that definitely it went the better way there with Crow. Um, He's just got that rough look to him. He does. And and back then, you know, he was he was putting out a lot of really good films. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gladiator was quite a bit earlier than this, but, you know. I, I You know, and again, like I think I've probably seen, I've probably seen 310 and probably four times compared to these other ones I've seen ten times a piece probably. But... It's just, it's a great film. I mean, everything about it, just, it's shot, shot well. It's one of those that if I see it on TV, I can stop and watch it. Oh, yeah. And, um, and it, it really, I really like Ben Foster in that movie, yeah, too. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah. Like, there at the beginning when he uh, tells the um, guys that the that there was a accident or something, and then he smiles at them. Mm-hmm. Like, man. Yeah, because he's got like a baby face. I mean, he looks like a kid. Yeah. And he just plays a character. Just man, he he shoot your grandma. He it. So, um, runner-ups. Oh yeah, honorable mentions, people. What do we got? Uh, I've got Wyatt Earp. Yep. Which uh, I actually liked 
Kevin Cosner as uh, Wyatt Earp in that one more than Kurt Russell. Did you? Yeah. Because those two movies came out really close, Wyatt Earp and Tombstone, mm-hmm. and Tombstone dominated. Wyatt Earp yeah. was kind of like left in the dust. Yeah. I think they said... Well, I mean, it was longer. I mean, it, yeah, it, it told like more epic. of the story. Yeah. I mean, it might have been more true to the yeah. actual, but it, it just, yeah. Uh, Blazing Saddles. I've got Blazing Saddles on mine. Yeah. Shanghai Noon. Yep. Shanghai. Surprisingly very high on yeah. Tomatoes, like yeah. 83%, I yeah. think. Um, the 1995 Quick and the Dead. Oh, yeah. That's on sure, that's so many movie. lists. That's a good one. That's, I've never seen it. That, I don't think I've oh, seen it. Oh, I haven't it. either. That was right. Oh, it's so good. Quick um, and the Dead. It's got... It's got a uh, oh, crap. Sharon Stone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought she was the lead. Character. It's yeah, yeah, it is. Sam Raimi. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He okay. directed I, that. I, I like him. Um, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Uh, Gene Hackman, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was it was around when Leo was huge. Yeah. Uh, but well, he lose weight. It's such a huh. <laughs> it's it's a really good movie. It's it's uh hmm. it's basically just all about it's basically a tournament for a quick draw is the whole movie. Now the uh, reason I didn't put are you done my bad. That's okay. I was just looking at his notes and then I wasn't understanding. Uh <laughs> I'll just go r- through real quick. The man who shot Liberty Valance. Yeah. Another John Wayne movie. It. It's fantastic. Um The Revenant. Yep, that's online. Appaloosa. True Grit, 2010. That's all I've got. A few of my honorable mentions. Blazing Saddles was six. That jumped in and out of my five. Yeah, me too. Uh, 310 to Yuma jumped in and out of my five. The only reason why I didn't put it in my five because it it's been such a long time uh, since I saw it. Yeah. I need to see it. it you know, it, it probably, The Magnificent Seven, the, the remake, is remake, eight. Yep. The Revenant's nine for me. Last Samurai had ten because technically it's oh, yeah. that genre. Oh yeah, that falls. Yeah, the Le- the Legend of Zorro, it, you know, is in see, there. I had that. Yeah, that's that's great. That's Which yeah. one with Antonio Banderas? Yeah, yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones. I can actually Anthony say Hopkins. that Antonio Banderas. That was that was a good movie. Yeah, those were some of mine. Now I like Hang em High, which we were just watching. Josie Wales, but there's one. It's one of the first westerns I watched. It's 100 percent Rotten Tomatoes, 1954, uh, The Far Country with Jimmy Stewart. You guys can check that out. It's an awesome movie. The Far so, Country. Yeah, Gold Rush, and I mean, it's pretty sweet. Sweet hmm. movie, yeah. Cool. I mean, a lot of these movies would have been in, all in my top two. Yeah, right. But, you know. Um, but Josie Wales, for sure, you guys got to check that out. With Clint Eastwood. There was a, for me, uh, and I, I wasn't allowed to do this one. I did, has anybody here seen Lonesome Dove? The, no. the four-part no. miniseries. My, my dad loved it. I think yeah. I got your box set. If you're, I, if you're oh, looking you for that? it, yeah. I was actually looking for it the other day. <laughs> um, I have the DVD. It was a four-night, two hours a piece. Lonesome Dove. It's got Robert Duvall, Tommy Lee Jones, Ricky Schroeder, uh, Diane Lane, Di- Danny Glover, Angelica Houston, Robert Urich. Um, the list goes on. Steve Buscemi. I mean, if you've got eight hours to kill, it's great. <laughs> but I mean, as far as yeah. a film that will just—have you seen it, Rick? No. You still haven't seen it. It, it is wildly depressing. I mean, by the end of it, you just are like, but I mean that's kind of like a, some westerns are. I mean, yeah, you know, man, there are a lot of them that it, fit that. It it takes you get to know every character on there inside and out, and you know when when somebody gets in trouble or somebody dies, I mean you you know, of course they milk it and it's is incredible. And there was another uh, made for TV movie called Evil Roy Slade. Anybody 
know what that is? Oh yeah. I have to. Have you seen that? Yes. I don't know what it is. Oh my goodness. Um, it's been a while though, but it is so stupid. Oh, it's so funny. But though. in my family, uh, one of my uncles found, finally got it off like eBay or something, and because um, the only the only recording we had was off of a off the TV, <laughs> uh, the old VHS copy. But it is it is it's a legend in my family. Everybody loves it, even though it's just dumb as can be. And um, a, a 1970 film, uh, My Name is Nobody, which is just great. There's um, oh, Hill. Oh, never mind. Can't think of his name. Anyway, great film. I love it. Cool. So there's all my honorable mentions. Um, another reason to see The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, Shannon. Yes. Um, do you like uh, the movie... Um, oh, crap. It's blanking. I'm blanking again. I do that oh, a lot, Oh, crap. Too. I'm blinking. Um, <laughs> What's the Rotten Tomatoes score on <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's Real wonderful life. Yeah, do you like that movie? Yeah. I do. Jimmy Stewart is in the Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, and mm. uh, he's he's a good actor. John Wayne um, is like training him to be a, a quick draw shooter. Oh, okay. So it's pretty good. That'd be good. Cool. You should check it out. All right. So yeah. uh, if there's nothing else, we're gonna go ahead and call this over with. That's our uh, top five westerns yeah. films. <laughs> Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Good wow, stuff. Wow, wow. All right. So let's. There, uh, there are some good shows, too. Hell on Wheels and uh, Hatfields and McCoy. That's a good show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty I mean, good. if we wanted to start getting into TV and and just. I mean, we. But we're not going to do we that because we're very professional five. and we well, always we just, stick yes. to the script. And then stick to the plan. For at a later date, we can uh, visit these other options. That's kind of the reason we're doing it, just, just milking it. Um, oh, yeah. So let's move on to uh, randomness, guys. Cool. I know everybody kind of probably brought some. Yeah. Yeah, so I let's, do. Uh, let's uh, let's just run through that. I got some randomness. Go, go, Rick, go. Um, I just we were talking about Rotten Tomatoes and all that. Um, that guy complaining about it. He's stupid. Anyways, uh, Wizard <laughs> of Oz, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road, Inside Out, The Godfather, E.T. Phone home. <laughs> That's a good movie. Uh, Gravity, 1933 King Kong, Psycho. So what do all these movies have in common? Same release date. No. They have uh, over 97% Rotten Tomatoes. So. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so, I mean... I don't even know why I brought that up. I guess that's very <laughs> random. That's it, it the is random. Now, but anyways, I got something cool for Stevie. Um, you can now order... Uh, the Stranger Things pops. I've seen some of them. Really? Yeah, even the, the upside creature, down. The creature, uh, the Dude. the dragon Gorgon. What's his name? Really? The yeah. Demogorg Gorgon. You yeah. can order him. So. Hmm. You can get upside down wheel. Yeah, upside down wheel. You can get That's eleven. Barb is great. Oh, yeah, Barb. Barb and eleven with a blonde wig. Yep. And you can get yep. her like with a bloody nose with a waffle with an eagle. So, <laughs> what else? Oh, so I'm gonna name these top ten movies. Okay. So number ten, Green Lantern. Number nine, superhero movie. Number eight, Supergirl. Seven, Barbed Wire. Six, Ghost Rider. Five, uh, Last Airbender. Four, Superman. Four, three, Elektra. Two, Batman and Robin. And one, Catwoman. What are those? The worst. The worst reviewed. The worst superhero superhero movies. Catwoman. Uh, on I would agree with most of those. So. Yeah. 
It was very random today. <laughs> those, hey, those were stinkers. <laughs> I'm done. That's good, right? Oh, I'm wow. done. Okay. So, yeah, that was very random. Oh, yeah. That's random. So random. Oh, so wow. random. Wow. All right. Okay. Well, Okay, it's interesting. Steve, you got any randomness? Yeah, I got one. I came across this on Dark Horizons. Thought just the, I thought the uh, title of it alone was worth a mention. <laughs> so the headline goes like this: Real life clowns upset over it trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about this. <laughs> oh, oh man, there's some good stuff in here. Um, I didn't I read all. Actually, thought of, of it. our buddy. Oh yeah, um, what? Ben Christensen. Ben, he's a good. I mean, he. Puts the scene clown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so this is how this goes. If you've, if you've seen the new trailer for It, Stephen King's It, um, Pennywise in there, people are saying, looks unapproachable. So the friendly, enticing to kids element of the clown gone for a monster. That's what they're saying. And so the article goes, the trouble is, thanks in no small part to the original 1990s miniseries, along with Poltergeist, and the likes of real-life serial killer John Wayne Gacy, a whole generation of people have grown up with many averse to and sometimes terrified of clowns. Uh-huh. Rendering the idea of one being enticing seem hopelessly an an uh, antiquated. Sinister clowns sites in the past year have not helped reverse that perception. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, MEL Magazine, I have no idea what it stands for, but um, um, recently interviewed several real-life clowns after news that the It trailer had become the most viewed trailer even in its first day. Wow. Turns out the clowns are not happy with the <laughs> film. Sad Taking clowns. a toll on their business. In fact, they say this is just more proof of an anti-clown sentiment in the United States. That's just funny. And the, growing, <laughs> and the growing fear and hatred of clowns is largely perpetuated by the media, the Fake news organizations Fake news. of the world. <laughs> Professional clown Nick Kane says, we just ex experienced a nice break from the scary clown meme from last October. <laughs> <laughs> and just when things are starting to normalize, the It trailer comes and it's like, here we go again. Oh, no. It's awesome. Everybody's read the article. It's classic. That's uh, all I got. It's just perfect. It trailer mm -hmm. making real life clowns That's great, mad. I, I tried watching that the other day, the original one. No, yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> it was. It wasn't yeah. good. I, it's a I thirty year old. It. When was that made? In the eighties? Nineties. Nineties. Early nineties. Early nineties. Thirty okay. years old too. It's still good. But this one wasn't mm -hmm. good. No. Well. I didn't like it. Made for TV. Tim Curry is a clown, though. I think is. It was alright. It's true. Man. Pretty good in there. He's. He's pretty good at no matter what he does. Yeah, he does. He is. Yeah. He's creepy. You watch Legend. Just even oh, yeah. Even if you hate the movie, just watch that <laughs> loan for it. You knew. Tim, Tim Curry. One. I used to be able to do a Tim Curry. You knew. Nope. I just watched that not so long ago. Nope. All for right. the first time. Is it my turn? Yeah. No. Okay, this is going to require you guys to look at something so that you actually believe me about this because it's really crazy. What are we looking at? A look wall? up Vanta Black. Okay? V A N T A B L A C K. This takes me to a bad website. You're World's <laughs> blackest material now comes in a spray can. Vanta Black was first created by researchers in 2014 and was found to be the world's darkest material. Capable of absorbing 99.96% of ultraviolet, visible, and infrared light. The material is not a paint, pigment, or fabric, 
but a special coating designed to achieve a near total lack of reflectance, according to Surrey Nanosystems, the company that produces Vandeblack. Since its initial development, researchers have increased the material's blackness. In 2016, the research team announced on YouTube that an updated version of the material was so black, no spectrometer <laughs> was able to measure how much light Vantablack absorbs, meaning it the first material so black that it can't be measured, according to the researchers. Now a variation of Vantablack is available in a spray-on form that blocks 99.8% of ultraviolet visible and infrared light enough to make an otherwise detailed 3d object appear as a flat black void they said quote if you see vantablack s-viz on a flat surface on its own with no other black material to reference it against it just looks like a black velvet surface if you see it on a 3d object like crinkled foil the coat the coated side still looks like a black two-dimensional flat surface it's only when you turn it around and you realize that it's got a lot of dimensionality that you grasp how different it is. Vandablack achieves its supreme blackness through millions of carbon nanotubes. Um, each nanotube of the coating is around 20 nanometers in diameter and around 14 microns to 50, to 50 microns long. Um, so that's getting a bit technical. According to the researchers, Vandablack's ability to absorb light could increase performance of infrared cameras and sensors, benefit scientific instruments, and eventually provide a unique aesthetic to luxury products. The material's delicate nanotube structure, which is mostly empty space, can't be touched without disrupting the coating's effect, so current applications are limited. The coating has made its way into space, however, where it can be used without being disturbed on a satellite. ABC reports that Vantablack was used on a European microsatellite that launched in December 2015 as a coating on the satellite Star Tracker, a device that measures the positions of stars. That's a good name. Uh, ABC said, quote, You can imagine up in space people think of it as being really black and dark, but actually it's incredibly bright up there because the sun's like a huge arc lamp and you've got light reflecting off the Earth and the moon. So the stars are really quite faint. This material is helping those star tracker cameras to improve performance and reduce the mass on the satellite, which is really important. Uh, Vantablack is currently not commercially available, um, but they are looking at using it for um, as coding on military planes to keep from being seen on radar and different things like that, and visibly seen. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, and when you look at the pictures, it's crazy yeah. how dark it did looks. Did you mention that it absolutely has no mass? No, I, I don't think so. I don't remember if I did or not. That's pretty interesting. It has no mass. It has no mass, really. Yeah, it, they say, well, if black is sensitive to touch, it's super robust against other forces like shock and vibration. This is due to the fact that each carbon nanotube is individual and almost has no mass at all. Plus, most of the, the material is air. Which, yeah, that's, I think that's why they're yeah. trying to put it yeah. on. So if there's no mass, there's no force uh, during acceleration. Yeah. Wow. I don't understand that. Are you it's crazy, boggled? isn't it? You, is your mind boggled right now? I'm boggable. No, I believe I am boggled at the moment. Yeah, yeah definitely look into it more because it was it's pretty cool. Um, That's weird. I have one more. This will be quick. Okay. Amazon will stream NFL's Thursday night games. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Amazon customers will soon... This is from New York Times. Yeah. 
Amazon customers will soon be able to watch live football games as part of the retailer's growing online video service. That's fantastic. The National Football League, this is insane. The National Football League has reached an agreement with Amazon to allow Amazon Prime customers to stream 10 Thursday night football games in the coming season. NFL and Amazon representatives said... Uh, Prime customers spend $99 a year for membership that includes free shipping and a video service with a library of movies, blah, blah, blah. Amazon, okay, Amazon agreed to pay about $50 million for the streaming rights to the NFL games. Wow. According to a person briefed on the deal who asked for anonymity because the price was confidential. (laughs) The amount was about five times the roughly $10 million that Twitter agreed to pay the NFL last year for streaming rights to Thursday Night Football. Um, And so, basically, it sounds like the Amazon won out against Twitter. I mean, who's going to watch a football game on Twitter? I would not. Seriously? And that's, I think that's one of the reasons why they did this. The television audience for Thursday Night Football dwarfed the internet audience during last season's experiment on Twitter. The average viewership on Twitter at any given minute was 266,000. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's according to the NFL. Um, the figure for television, including broadcast and cable, was 15.8 million. Analysts estimate that as many as 60 million households use Amazon Prime. I'm one of them. Me too. So yeah, you'll be able to watch Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. Isn't that crazy? Maybe I won't have to go get... My route is uh, every year when NFL starts, I have my cable hooked up, and the day after the Super Bowl, I disconnect my cable. Mm-hmm. And so I only have it for about five months out of the year. Um, so, and I'd love to get to where I don't have to get cable at all. Um, so that's awesome. That's good news. Yeah. Are you done with your randomness? Yep, I'm done. Have you guys seen this? Obviously, everybody out there listening to this isn't going to be able to see. But this is a there's a video of a guy getting hit by a bird. Watch when he realizes that it is a bird. <laughs> oh gosh. And he's got blood all he's over his face. He's got blood on him. Now, this is overseas. I don't even know where this is at, but. They they slow mo it here and it's like, um, I this is one of those uh, roller coasters that he's you're doing like a hundred mile an hour. Uh, I rode one of these up at um, Cedar Point, but he he gets hit by a bird (laughs) and he's like holding on to it. (laughs) Then he figures out what it is. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) And all this is going on while he's just. Look at his friend. Why are they in suits? <laughs> it, that's it. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> his friend is. Yeah. Like, what is? So he's probably got oh some sort of disease gosh. or right something. Oh my gosh! Right back now. at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then he goes back into enjoying the roller coaster. Um, that's great. Wow, yeah. that's really good. That's I, I thought it was pretty funny when I saw it. Um, and I guess I need to address real quick. I'll, I'll do this in my randomness. I need to address. The fact that I was called out last week on uh, an an accurate inaccurate piece of information when I was kind of like saying that the United States Postal Service was a federal department. This is for you, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan, this is for you. Um, So they are technically not um, a federal governed body, the way I understand it. Um, And this was pointed out to me. I've lost my phone. Oh, there it is. Oh, man. <laughs> I should have had this up. Um, 
I was wrong and kind of right in the same thing. I mean, um, the Postal Service, they are an independent body that has all kinds of rights that have been governed to them by um, the Constitution. Basically, the, the Post Service was actually made in 1775, um, and the very first postmaster was Ben Franklin himself. And huh. um, because of that, they if you get on the USPS website, their official website, they say right there – we do not we are not sponsored by tax dollars. They make all their money through different, you know, postage, um, things like that. But because they are they have special privileges from um our constitution, uh they have they have law oh, oh my goodness. They have laws that bar any other shipping services from del- delivering mail or packages directly to the residents or a business's mailboxes. It means it's illegal for the UPS or FedEx or anybody to actually put something in your mailbox. Totally illegal. They can't do it. And they don't own the mailbox. We do. But anyway, tax breaks. Post office is exempt from state, local property, and real estate taxes along with any other burdens like tolls, vehicle registration. They don't have to register their vehicles. Uh, no parking tickets. They can park anywhere they want. You can't. Police can't touch them. Uh, that exemption right there saves them about 2.18 bill. Uh, they are allowed to borrow from the federal financing bank at a very, very low interest rate of like 1.2%, which wow. they borrow here recently. They've been borrowing $15.2 billion. Uh, is that a year? At least they, yeah, they've been losing money hand over fist. But they have all this help from the government, even though they're not technically part of like a branch, supposedly. So. There you go. Uh, and there's a lot more to it. I, I didn't do – let's see. They have a – oh, this was interesting. The Postal Service has the country's largest retail network. It is larger than McDonald's, Starbucks, and Walmart combined. It's what? kind of interesting by that. It's huge. Um, huge. You know, huge. And, and you think about it. They are not allowed to charge – like if I want to send a letter from my house to like my neighbor – it costs the exact same amount if somebody from, like, the top part of Alaska wanted to send a letter to Hawaii. I mean, you know, a letter. You know, 49 cents. A stamp can get you from one side of our great country to the other or just from across the street. It's the exact same price. <laughs> you don't really find that anywhere else. No. So, you know, I... I look. <laughs> so, yeah. I know, and there you go. I, I wasn't going to spend any more time on that than this. Uh, Nathan, go ahead, check that out, and um, yeah. let me know. How far off I was on that one. So anyway, that's my randomness. Let's, uh, yeah. if we're all done with randomness, we need to move on. Wait, hold on. Uh, Fallen Icon, H.H. Gray, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that official? Yeah. Okay. 220 stores. Oh. Wow. Yeah. They, they, they gone. They, they gone. gone? They gone. I mean, I just bought a 55-inch TV. From then? And I got it delivered to my house, so I really don't need to go to H.H. Gray. Hmm. Amazon. Yeah, that's true. I know. I don't have a pickup truck, so I just, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Hey, hey, hey thanks to The Undertaker. Uh, he just retired 27 years. Yeah, I saw that. Did he really? Yeah. Thanks for the good uh, memories. Thanks for all the uh, Thanks for all the times I didn't watch you. <laughs> now, is that because somebody videotaped the way that he got, got no, into no, the ring? No, no, it was planned. It ruined it. Yeah. Everybody, it was everybody no, thought he was, was legit until then. Oh, oh, I made a mistake, too. Goldberg did not win at WrestleMania. It was Brock Lesnar, but... That's what the thing said. The website I was reading it huh. out of. Uh, Just can't. It's fake news. Can't trust man, the internet. I was so upset too. I, I scalp. I don't know why I got so upset. Trust the internet. But big deal, right? All right. All right. I'm done. So we ready? Yeah. We ready to go to? Uh, yeah. Little seeable truth. Yeah. Little seable truth. Now, Rev, this was top five westerns. 
how, how are you doing this? Wait. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We get it. Can you come up with like a second verse? Yeah. No. Oh, man. That's, yeah, you can. that's you in can the history books. Do the entire song, just make up your own words. Okay. Yeah, please. Uh, all right. Yeah, so <laughs> it was very tricky to connect something with Western, so <laughs> guess what I did? I didn't do that. So you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> in fact, I was almost at the point thinking, hey, we're just not going to do a Siebel Truth this week, but then uh, something came to me today so uh, I thought well it's it's a good opportunity to talk about the word so we will but so yeah I can I mean I couldn't find anything for spaghetti western or for you know Alfredo western or you know so yeah so <laughs> we're just gonna go completely away from that for a moment hopefully that you enjoyed that but um, I tried to find something uh, 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 nerdy that we enjoy so this verse came came to me today and got my brain rolling Romans one twenty. Ricky will like this verse <laughs> okay, <laughs> Romans one twenty. Um, this is the NIV. It says, "For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities and it lists His internal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse." Very cool verse. So you know, it says God's invisible qualities, His internal power and divine nature, are clearly seen from what. From creation. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Since the creation of the world, God's yeah. have been being understood from what has been made. Oh, yeah. Made or, you know. So, creation points to God if we are willing to look. That's basically. And so I always love this. I know uh, Shannon probably knows this uh, principle, but if you ever studied oh, yeah. the anthropic uh, principle. Have you, Shannon? No. Well, let me give you a little breakdown. Basically, the the quickest way to define this principle is the anth- the anthropic uh, principle is that the universe appears to have been fine tuned for our existence. Okay, I could get into a whole big thing. It's really the anthropic principle, um, the law of human existence. Uh, it's well known. I mean, there's still you know debate on it because, of course, everything that one group will say points to God. The other one will try to come up with some reasons. That it does not. But let me throw out a for instance and why I think this applies to that verse. So, uh, for instance, when you think of protons, and yeah, we're going to get a little bit scientific here on Stable Truth. Sweet. Protons are the positively charged subatomic particles, which, Mm -hmm. along with neutrons, form the nucleus of an atom. Everybody knows that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, whether by providence, and so here's what we're going to get into here whether by providence, whether by design or by luck. Okay, fortuitous luck. Protons just happen to be 1,836 times larger than electrons. So if they are, if they were to be a little bigger or a little smaller, we would not exist because atoms could not form the uh, molecules we require. So how did protons end up being 1,836 times larger than, uh, uh, you know, than electrons? Why not 100 times or why not 100,000 times? Okay, that's why not smaller. So of all the possible variables, how do protons end up being just the right size? So that's that's the question. There's you know ton, tons of these. So is it luck? 
coincidence. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos theory. Yeah. Um, or was it by, by design? Well, here's some more. Okay, you can look at the, the unique properties of water. Every known life form depends on? H2O. Yep. H2O. Thankfully, unlike every other substance known to man, water's solid form, ice, is less dense than its liquid form. And why is that important, Shannon? Okay. I don't know. Well, I'll let you know. Because this causes ice to float. If ice did not float, our planet would experience runaway freezing. Huh. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So other important properties of water includes yeah. its solvency, its cohesiveness, its adhesiveness, and other thermal properties. We go to Earth's atmosphere. I'm sure you guys have heard uh, some of these. If there were too much of just one of the many gases which make up our atmosphere, our planet would suffer from runaway greenhouse effect. On the other hand, if there were not enough, life on this planet would be devastated by cosmic radiation. So there's just enough. Then there's Earth's reflectivity, or scientifically, it's albedo. The total amount of light reflected off the planet versus the total amount of light you know, absorbed. Fanta Black would have something to do with this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, if Earth's albedo were much greater than it is now, we would experience runaway freezing again. If there was much less than it, we would experience a runhouse or a, a runaway greenhouse effect. So again, it has Man. to be just right. Yep. You go to Earth's magnetic field. If we're much, much weaker, our planet would be devastated by cosmic uh, radiation. If we're much stronger, it'd be uh, devastated by severe electromagnetic uh, storms. So, I mean, it has to be just right. Earth's place in the solar system, well, uh, is well uh, documented. If we were much further from the sun, our planet's water would freeze. If we were much closer, it would boil. This is just one of numerous... I mean, there's tons. Even of, the tilt. Yes, there's tons of those mm-hmm. um, that go in there. Our our solar system's place in the uh, galaxy, too. Once again, there are numerous examples. For instance, if our solar system were too close to the center of our galaxy or to any of these spiral arms at its edge or any clusters of stars, for, uh, for that matter, our planet will be uh, devastated again by cosmic radiation. You go to the color of the sun. If the sun were much redder, on the other hand, or bluer, on the other hand, photosynthesis would be impeded, and we have to have that. So photosynthesis, a natural biochemical process, uh, crucial to life on the Earth. Mm-hmm. So you go through all, and there's tons. I mean, that's just that's just a few. I don't want to, you know, go for for uh, uh, 30 minutes here. There's tons of them. Yeah. In each in each one of those categories. Well, the big rebuttal is 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 that because space is infinite, okay, that you know the likelihood that this has happened or tried to happen again elsewhere that you know but but it just so happens that it worked here right. so there's all these other places where it didn't work but finally it figured itself out and and, and worked here itself out. that's the big big rebuttal yeah yeah so i say that because you know it just scratches the surface the point being that if we look at creation with yeah. with, with open eyes it 100% points to god it does. And his divine power, his divine you know, nature, his divine wisdom, his plan, and his purpose. I mean, you know, all that stuff, it, it goes into that. And so, you know, take, take you know, all that in mind and read again Romans one twenty, which I'm going to do for you. Romans one twenty. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Again, as we know, there are excuses. You know, yeah. there are oh, yeah. rebuttals. But, you know, if you have time, I'm not a scientist. You know, I can't... None you know, of us are. I can't walk you through everything, but there are plenty of literature and things that um, 
that talk about this. It's just really neat, you know, to see all these coincidences uh-huh. happen to where it's a perfect for us to live. So, mm-hmm. uh, but again, I I think that has you know something to do with Romans one twenty to where we see God through through creation to where even you know even if somebody doesn't get told about Him, you, you see Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's it's there. You know, creation uh, points to Him. Has nothing to do with westerns. No. <laughs> But um, again, I thought it was cool, and that's what God kind of reminded me of today. So that's the the that's awesome. the seeable truth, making something known. Hopefully, that will yeah, absolutely, uh, you know, that's waking your heart sweet. to something else. So, did you know that there are people that actually think the Earth is flat? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. today. Yeah, today. today. Yes, today people think the Earth is flat. Well, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, if they haven't seen it, I guess they're not yeah. gonna believe it. And that the moon landing was staged, and yeah, yeah, you know, oh, I, thought, I thought it was staged. Did, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See about you. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that's that good, good stuff, man. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. In, intelligent design. I mean, when you you look around and it's 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 such a fragile environment that we live in yeah. like you you're, like you're saying everything could be a little bit this way we're we're all dead a little bit this way we're all dead and it's just we we have this fraction of the of 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 distance that we we're living or dying yeah. and yeah. and you know and it's i don't know yeah we i've read a lot of books when it comes to just i don't I, mean, I don't want to call it common sense but you don't stick a you know, Mount Rushmore didn't happen because of just erosion. You know, I mean, there was design yeah. there. There was, right. you know. Well, also the moon. The moon is at the perfect location yeah. for tides. If it was yeah. any closer, I mean, tides would be going crazy. If it was any yeah. further, we wouldn't have any. And, and so that that helps with uh, aquatic life. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and we can spend a whole hour alone just yeah. on yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, it's so unbelievable. And I don't know. For me, it's it's as simple as that. The people that choose not to believe in it, they they've taken they've taken God out of the equation. So there's there's not even the option for putting any type of intelligent design in there. They just automatically got to yeah. find the reason for it. And when we sit around and we say, well, what what this you know maybe this is why but, you know it makes sense that somebody had a hand in it. No, 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 no. Had to be chaos. Yeah. Had to be random. Yeah. Had to be chance. Had to be coincidence. In, in coincidence, yeah. and it didn't. It well, didn't work across. Yeah. These, you know, space, but it just yeah. happened to work here. Well, so. and like I was listening <laughs> yeah. to uh, Brian Cox the other day. Oh yes, like super smart guy. Yep, Infinite Monkey Cage. And yeah, and even he, you know, he was on the Joe Rogan show, and they were talking about a bunch of different things, and uh, you know, every question that Joe would put out to him, eventually Brian was like, "Well, we don't know." Yes. Like that's their that's like their answer mm-hmm. to everything. Well, we don't know yet, but yet they they will say that they have a, a a vast understanding of the working cosmos. That there's really yeah. nothing that they don't understand. Right. But you mentioned anything about dark matter or or, or dark energy, yeah. and they're like, oh well, that's about like ninety eight percent of uh, the solar system. We really don't have a clue what yeah. it is yet. <laughs> I mean, yet. Yeah. But yet. they're yeah. working on it, and you know, it, it, it's great. I mean, we could spend hours on yeah. this. I mean, it's, that's that's that was a good seeable truth there. Yeah, it's it really good. Uh, I going. could keep yeah. going. I mean, just yeah, it's good topic. The uh, Large Hadron Collider and everything that they found with that. I mean, oh yeah, oh. yeah. You I guys saw. Know, you guys know I'm a huge Planet Earth fan. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, really, no, no. Oh, and really? now I'm not joking. Really? Now I'm serious. Oh, okay, okay. When you look at like a blue whale, 
there's just no way that just popped out of nowhere. Right. That's that's a real cool design. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. you look at all these the eagles grabbing the fish and the talons are placed for that. I mean, there's no way that that just like just happened. Oh yeah, well you know something happened and there's no and way. There's no way. Billions of years of no, evolution. No, yeah. come on. There's no way. It's designed. It's it's. It's awesome. It's a good show. Watch yeah. it. Hans Zimmer does the music for it. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, Even with yeah, your yeah. kids. You look at your kids. You're like, there's just no way. They, oh, yeah. That, you had a part oh, of this that. just like popped out of nowhere. Well, this I mean, just look at beautifully the, designed. Look at, I mean, oh, just the eyeball crying. alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so intricate. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And it just happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just popped Which, out there. Really? To, to, to be honest, everybody is a person of faith. Yeah, of something, faith yeah. in something. Because you're gonna, you're putting your faith in that everything is by, by coincidence. Yeah. Because none of us saw it. Yeah. So you're basing your whole, you know, uh, uh, you're putting your faith in a certain uh, a belief system. So yeah. I mean, you can't say, well, you know, I'm not a faith person. Well, yes, you are, because you're putting your faith in something. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we're all there. You just choose what you put your faith in. If there, if, if there was even an inkling that when we stepped on our brake pedal, it wouldn't stop our car, no one would drive a car. Right. We have faith that our brakes are going to yeah. work. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. even something as silly as something like that, yeah. I mean, that proves that we are a faith-based yeah. culture. No matter what. You know, if you. Oh man. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff, man. We may have to just. Do man, a, we really appreciate. We need to do a mini event on that or something like that, or, or maybe just an entire episode just on Blue Whales. Just on blue whales, Rick. Yeah. You can tell that's us an amazing animal. Blue whales right. and your kids, and how how that's changed your life. Hey, yeah, blue whales are awesome. Huh. All right, um, <laughs> man. We ran long tonight. Yeah. Um, anybody? Are we? Are we done? Anybody yeah. got anything else? I'm I don't done. have anything. No. Uh, Rick, you, you want to do, do our work? Yeah, I got to work, but uh, Stevie, we really appreciate this, man. It's real good, man. Yeah. 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 Thanks, man. Yeah. Very good stuff. You know, I mean, most of us we don't we don't have to do anything to really prep for this. I mean, Stevie actually has to bring a sermon every week. I mean, yeah. think about that. On top of everything else, it's a sermonette really. Much shorter than my ones on, on Wednesday still night. Good. Short, still. sweet, and to the point. Yeah, it works yeah. though. Hey, Scalp, what's our rundown anyway? Well, if you want to get in contact with us or see what's going on, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/nerdoutcast. You can go to our website um, to listen to our. Most recent episode, www.thenerdoutcast.com. You can email us to get in contact with us, nerdoutcast4 at gmail.com. And you can give us a call on our voicemail. You can leave a voicemail and we can possibly play it during the show. 812-297-8801. Aaron, sorry we didn't get to yours this week. We'll get to it next week. Yeah, if you're going to complain, you can just do it at church. (laughs) <laughs> we love you man we really love you alright so until then I guess we're out of here bye